Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <laughs> Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Stay alive. Stay alive. Maybe. Maybe. We are a horror movie comedy. Oh, excuse me. I burped. We are a horror movie comedy podcast. And we're going to tell you the entirety of a movie. Spoilers and all. Happy almost Halloween. Yay. Yay. This is our quote unquote Halloween episode. I think it comes out three days before. Very exciting. I'm drinking out um, of my oh, I'm skull Ketrin. cup. Gina holds out. <gasps> Tits up. I uh, I am multi-beveraged today, mm. like Welcome my best friend my Kim Burns. I, uh, biggest thing I'm doing this week is I started my journey to get off coffee. Mm, fun. I would say it's going like... Okay. And that's okay. I, you know, I'm drinking some adaptogen replacements and I made it all the way until 2 p.m. yesterday. And then I had a latte because I was a little nervous about an hour long commute home. Mm, yeah. Uh, and yeah. And then I made it till uh, like 2 p.m. today. That sounds like progress. Yeah. So you're so, drinking mushroom coffee I, in the morning? It's actually, um, and we are not sponsored, everyone. It's rasa, so it's tea-based, or herb-based, um, as opposed to mushroom-based. But I think it has some mushrooms in it. Um, but I also have some mushroom coffee on the way. I'm kind of going to try a bunch of different ones I'm and see what I like. obsessed with mushroom coffee. I drink it every morning. 
I drink it hot. Yeah, I, I have drink a it feeling. iced. I drink it cold and blended. I do it all, folks. And if any of the yeah. mushroom coffees out there want to sponsor us, we are available. Yeah, we are also available for Rasa. And um, yeah. And if you want to know what brands right of mushroom coffee I like, I will tell you. Yeah. Um, so that was my, you know thing I'm trying to do this week. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? You got any things you're trying to do this week? Uh, no, just trying to stay alive. Ketra knows uh, cool. we had book club last night and book club were doing a course with Melanie and Lair together, um, which I love, but I told them I was having a really hard mental health week. So, you know, I'm just taking care of myself. And um, I love laying that. myself lay on the couch if I need to. And um, love that. Trying not to stare at the filth that's building in my apartment. Mm. Yeah. Um, no, I but I'm that. okay and I'll be okay. And I know, you know, I'll be okay. But yeah, I've had a, just a, for no real reason, no specific uh, current thing Event. happening. Yeah, no specific, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah. No, like, event happened and so you know just having a bit of a struggle bus week and you know that's okay I do know yeah so well but I'm excited to laugh and have fun and um do Halloween things me too I guess do we have anything to announce our finale for our other podcast our seat or not not Our season one finale of our other podcast, Kim and Kat's Survive the Cellar. Survive the Cellar. Is out sometime around now. It's either before today or after today, but sometime around today. Exactly. And it's it's going to be really fun. so fucking fun. So we brought three of the winners back from the first season to compete against each other. And it's... Mm -hmm. Shocking. Shit goes down. Like... Yeah. (laughs) Everyone was like, yeah, <laughs> about <laughs> so much stuff. So definitely check that out. It's really fun. And then um, we'll be starting to work on season two sometime soon. Yeah, exactly. Um, every time, yes. every year. Yeah. Every time we get to October, like, I feel like it's a little bit like how women have described childbirth, where it's like, if you remember <laughs> how painful childbirth was, you wouldn't have a second kid. So you kind of have to block it out. That's how I feel about October, yeah. where I'm just like, if I remembered how insanely packed it is, I would be dreading it all year. It's a lot. But every year I get through it, and it's fine. It's a lot. Yeah. Do you have a movie to tell me? I do. It was voted on by the patrons, Um, and this is Halloween 2. Oh, how exciting. Mm -hmm. The original Halloween (laughs) 2. The original Halloween 2. Yeah, that timeline. (laughs) Uh, So way back when. Yeah. Yeah. Now that Ketra and I realized our brains are fish bowls, fish brains, Mm -hmm. goldfish. Yeah. And bowls. Um, We're gold bowls, fish brains. (laughs) It's opened the doors to a lot more movies. Like, I don't think we could do Halloween 1. Like, I put that. No. That was not allowed on the list. But I put, like, all the other main, this timeline Halloweens. Yeah. Um, And this was the one they chose. 
So, and to be honest, I've definitively seen this and like, I didn't remember. Most didn't of remember. It, so I was like, yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the world is our oyster now that, oh, I'm sticking with the underwater trend. Mm -hmm. The world is our oyster once we learn that we have fish, fish brains. brains. So yeah. it's very exciting for movie watching and choices. I know. It is. Uh, all right. Let's hear it. All right. This is from 1981. Mm -hmm. As a reminder, the first one was 1978. Okay. They did. Um, Thank you for the reminder. Uh, I think people work together on the fog, though, in between this and that. So, <laughs> not the mist, I, the fog. No, I thought that you were saying there was like that this was a fog heavy movie and that people work together <laughs> on the fog for those past, what I like, thought was happening. yeah three years they really put some work yeah. into the fog the fog was great the fog, I'll, I'll yeah, give it great. to them. the fog looked great awesome awesome uh cool oh oh I so that what you were saying was the movie the fog came out between these two I believe so yeah and I believe okay um it's John Carpenter and um Jamie Lee Curtis Cool. Awesome. Uh, Let's hear it. So, beep, boop, 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 boop. It's directed by Rick Rosenthal and written by John Carpenter and the one and only Deborah Hill. Hey. Hey. So, Dead or Alive? Laurie Strode. Uh, alive. Dr. Loomis. Alive. Sheriff. Dead. Blonde cop. Dead. Jimmy. Dead. Bud. Bud. Alive. Bud. <laughs> uh, head nurse. Head nurse. Uh, d uh, dead. Blondie nurse. Blondie nurse. Dead. Janet. <clears throat> Janet Shelley. Uh, alive. Security guard. Dead. Lady. Dead. <laughs> Marshall. <laughs> Dead. Mm. Wow, this is like, what was the movie we did where you had, tw oh, The Fog? No, The Mist. The mist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one that was like 27. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Are yes. you ready? Happy yes. Halloween. Halloween. So yes, we start off with Mr. Sandman. Give me a dream. And it says Haddonfield, Illinois, October 31st, 1978. You remember it. You were there. Oh, okay. I was there. I, I A lot has happened to me this night. Mm-hmm. And we got five minutes of the end of Halloween 1. Oh, okay. So Lori. Like the Friday the 13th. Yeah. Uh, so Lori tells the kids to, like, go out of the house and, like, go knock on a neighbor's door to call the police. And then um, Michael Myers sits up behind her. <laughs> And the then, scariest sit-up of all. I know. <laughs> but the Again, gym class. But the strongest abs. You gotta be able abs. to climb ropes. Strongest abs. Yeah. 
Well, what, what, what's climb ropes? <laughs> oh, we were saying that like maybe gym class was trying to help us survive horror movies. Oh. And if I have to climb a rope to survive a horror movie, I'm fucked. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally fucked. But this was yeah. to prepare you to be a, a serial killer, maybe. Hey, I'm staying alive either way. Strong abs. So yeah. um, Dr. Loomis comes in as like Michael and Laurie are fighting. The mask comes off for a second, but we can't see. And then Dr. Loomis shoots him. And so Michael backs up to standing right in front of that window. And then he shoots him six times off the, out the window, balcony. off the balcony, onto the grass. And Laurie's like, was that the, it was the boogeyman. And he's uh. like, as a matter of fact, it was. Yeah. And then <clears throat> now Dr. Loomis comes out downstairs. Uh, Michael is gone and there is a snow angel imprint on the grass <laughs> of his body. <laughs> he let, he did a snow angel before he got up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that Michael always is trying to find his joy. <laughs> he's just living his best life. He's like, I'm yeah. free, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good for him. Good for you, Michael. <laughs> no, I guess not a snow angel. Just body imprint. Michael. An imprint. imprint. Okay. Sorry, it's forever in my brain. <laughs> as a and Dr. Loomis goes and touches it, and there's blood there. And starts, mm. like, looking around. And then the next-door neighbor comes out and is, like, asking questions, like, what's going on? And Dr. Loomis is like, I call the police. Tell him I shot him. I shot him six times. And the neighbor is like, you shot who? And he's like, is this a joke? Because I've been trick-or-treated to death tonight. And Dr. Loomis says, you don't know what death is. Oh, that's so, that's very extra. Yes, go. I think that's the only theme song that you and I are both able to pull out at the drop of a hat correctly. Sure, 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 for sure. Yeah, what were you going to say? It's so funny because I was literally about to tell you right before you said it. I was like, Dr. Loomis is like very extra in this movie. Well, we have the same brain. I'm so sorry. So extra. It was like the exact word I was going to use. Speaking yeah. of the song. Yes. Someone sent me this really cool record. There's this like... Uh, band called They Mostly Come at Night, and you can find them mm. on Instagram. But they do, they have like, look at this cool, you can see it on the video <gasps> if you join our Patreon, but it's from Overlook really Records. Cool. And they basically like do the music from horror movies, but like play it as a band. Like, so it's wow. like, a, it's really cool. So, like, the Halloween theme main title is on here that's very and they have cool. like carrie medley phantasm medley and, and just before dawn but it's that's so really cool. cool you should bring that to gretchen's Ooh, does she have a record player oh i just thought of that i don't know i'll ask her um anyway but that would be a fun thing to have really like cool playing. so shout out to they mostly come at night and go check it out yeah uh, anyway. Okay, so extra Dr. Loomis. That music plays. The credits go on forever with that music, mm -hmm. and it's just like a very slow, slow zoom into a jack-o'-lantern that has like a skull inside, blah, 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 yeah. for 18 minutes. Which, as when you're transcribing a movie, you're like, yes! <laughs> Five minutes of the last movie and a 20-minute intro? I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll get this. <laughs> Maybe this episode will be under two hours for once. <laughs> that chance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So now we're POV walking around, breathing in a mask. Oh, who could we be? <laughs> I don't think that's how it sounds. Yeah, you just sounded winded. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, hold on. Yeah, yours is probably No, it's better. not it's it's not going to be under was... 2 hours cuz we're going to send 20 minutes breathing into a microphone. <laughs> guys know what it sounds like you that <laughs> shit you guys know what breathing sounds like <laughs> behind a mask also you know what breathing under yeah behind a mask we've been doing it <laughs> so anyway pov walking like kind of like through a house's backyard into kind of like an alleyway and there's like kids down the street like um playing in the alley it's halloween so everyone's like dressed up sure and there's like a dog that barks and then we're we're walking down the alley cut back to Or no, excuse me. We now see kind of like at the end of the alley where the street is, we kind of like poke Uh over to like behind a garage a little bit. Um, Uh Dr. Loomis comes running out there. I shot him six times. Six times I shot him. As the sheriff like pulls up. (laughs) Why are you running, Dr. Loomis? Like why are you yelling and screaming that you shot someone? Uh, (laughs) In his defense, he was – the sheriff did pull up, and he was yelling to okay, him, okay, not okay. just in the streets. <laughs> oh, I, I realized that's what it sounded like. <laughs> in his defense, he's extra, but like okay. he was yelling at the sh- at the sheriff who okay. pulled up in a car. And he <laughs> that was plays like, very differently. Thank you. <laughs> but he's like, I shot him six times. I shot him six times. He's not human. Yeah. He got up. He's not human. And so he gets in the car okay. with the sheriff. So we're watching that breathing. <laughs> oh wait, that was just me snoring. <laughs> so now we're POV. We go like around the house through some hanging laundry, which we love. Oh, we do love some hanging laundry. So does a uh, zero color. Yeah, my so, Halloween decorations when I have a house is just going to be hanging, hanging laundry. laundry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like. We did hang laundry in our yard back in the day when I was young growing up. Mm-hmm. We did. In we the did junkyard. It. In the junkyard. Yep. <laughs> Just hooked that line from one car to the other and hung up some sheets. Yep. Love it. Called it a day. <laughs> so now we're looking POV um, through the kitchen window and there's like a lady standing there making a sandwich and she's yelling into the living room asking her hubby like if he wants mayonnaise or mustard or whatever and she's like, hello. Um... So she goes in to like look at the living room and he's kind of like falling asleep on the on the chair watching Night of the Living okay. Dead. Ooh. They're coming to get you, Barbler. <laughs> Barbler. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I love Barbler. So now we I love Barbler almost as much as Burp's map. Uh, Barbler is up there. The the creation yeah. <laughs> of Barbler also is up there. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Continue. So now we POV walk inside the kitchen through the back door and the lady is still has her back to us because she's like, you know, talking to her husband. But then the TV turns to like the, a news alert. So she's watching this. Okay. And they're talking about how um, there's been murders this evening in Haddonfield. 
And we're POV picking up that knife that she was using. It's a big fucking knife to cut this sandwich. It's uh, like she was slicing her own bread, okay? Uh, it is a bread oh, knife. Oh, oh, oh. All right. But with a <laughs> sharpie pointy edge. Not a serrated actual bread knife. Exactly. Just the Got largest it. sandwich making yeah. knife. It's as if she was you've ever seen. butchering her yes, own bread. She was. She was <laughs> chopping up her own turkey. Yeah. So we pick up the knife and then it's like you're hearing on the TV, three teenage victims that were murdered in Haddonfield. Um, the police are searching for a, a mental patient that escaped from the hospital. So now the lady walks back into the kitchen, but she's kind of like, oh, fuck, like that that news hit her, you know. So she's like right, walking okay. back and like slowly reaches for like where the knife is supposed to be, but like yeah. doesn't feel it, and there's just blood there instead. So she then she looks and is like, ah! and now we actually see Michael walking away with the knife. Okay, and whose blood was it? Mikey's. Yeah. Oh, do you okay. remember he's All bleeding because right. he had blood oh, in his snow remember. angel? And blood he got in his snow angel. Six I do times. remember that. Yeah. Okay. To be fair, I counted, and I'm pretty sure he shot him seven times, which I don't think there's that many bullets in the gun. No. Because I feel like he shot him once and then um, shot him six times off the balcony. But maybe I did my math wrong. I don't know. Huh. Maybe Dr. Loomis had a magic bullet. Extra bullets. So extra. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So he walks next door now, and he's kind of standing in, like, the – little driveway between the two houses and a teenage Mm -hmm. girl comes out the back door of the next door house and is like calling for like Mr. and Mrs. whoever the neighbor is being like, are you okay? Mm, Because she heard a scream. Yeah. Okay. But no response and she goes back inside. And now we see her through the window right in front of us. Um, We're POV. Obviously, she's on the phone. So she goes back and picks it up like in the kitchen. She's on the phone. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, I heard a scream next door. Um, You know, the wife is always picking on him. He probably just got angry and beat her. So I'm what? sorry. So that that conclusion is done. Is this woman's name Judas? <laughs> wow. What? Holy shit. Because I was actually going to ask you an honest question that if you heard someone scream in your neighbor's house, like an actual scream and then you were like, hello, are you okay? And didn't get a response. Wouldn't you immediately go over and investigate further? I don't like, know. Like look in their windows, I'm try to get into their door. I'm not a nosy Karen like you are. So, <laughs> But to me, that's not nosy. Like if I hear a scream, I'm going to be like, of, it if you're dead, it you're not really going to answer It depends me. on the scream. Um, yeah. Because you hear screams a lot. Like I mean, like I scream – you scream. You scream. <laughs> yeah, we all scream. scream for ice cream. No. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. The podcast is over because we both have to see ourselves out. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, but you know what I mean? It's like movies are on. Like that scream, you probably, my neighbors probably heard that scream of the TV, you know? And then like, yeah. this is the weirdest like example, but I feel like if someone's like <laughs> tickling me, I like <laughs> scream. You know, like I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I love that Kim's totally normal reason to scream is that someone is tickling her. I mean, her. It happens. 
I think, I mean, maybe I get this from my mom because that's one of those things where I'm like, I'd rather someone call me a nosy Nancy than me avoid being nosy and somebody is dead. So I guess that's just where. Yeah. Like it would take a lot for me to go do something first about something. Yeah. Well, we balance each other out. I'm like, excuse me, someone's being tickled. I need to go check this out. <laughs> Ketrin literally called the fucking fire department on me when I was 12. It was Ketrin. Mm-hmm. I did. It was her yeah, essence. Sorry. I just thought I just thought she was going to get all burned up. I was lighting leaves in the street. Ketrin called the fire department on me like a fucking I thought she was gonna Debbie get Downer. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So uh, he beat her to death oh, right. and she's cool with it. <laughs> I mean, not to death, but like, yeah, that was her like something or other. That was her just matter of fact, like, ah, that's probably what happened. No big deal. What the complete and I was like, fuck. I'm sorry. I yeah. So then okay. her friend is on the phone asking like where her parents are, and she's like, oh, they're both out of town. Blah blah blah. Uh, and the friend is like, oh, did you hear about the killings? And she, she's like, it's all over the news. So the girl turns on the radio, and it's talking about three teens were murdered. And so she's standing, like, in the kitchen doorway with her face towards, like, the back of the house. So we can see through the door, the front of the house, we can see the front door, like, through the living room. Okay, got Does it. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're looking at her, like, on the phone, and behind her, we see the front door open, eh. and Michael is standing there. And no one's home. Goodbye. They're listening and talking to her friend and the news, whatever. And it's like, oh, my gosh, that was right down the street. And then, like, a cop car or someone drives by and she's like, oh, I can hear the sirens. And the friend is like, yeah, the guy got away. And then she hears mm-hmm. a noise. Yeah. And so she turns. This girl's name is Alice. Um, oh. Oh. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, I feel like that's a nod to um, Friday the 13th. I'm sure it is. Yeah. And she sees the door open, like wide open. She turns, sees the doors wide open. Question number one, what do you do? What does she do? Uh, she goes and like looks out to be like, hello, and then closes the door. I do. I have a back. I have a back door, right? Yeah. You just went to check on the neighbors through it. Right, right, right. Through the back door. Uh, I'm going straight out that back door, and I'm going to not the house where I heard a scream, but another neighbor's house, and immediately calling the police. Yay! Yay! She puts the phone down. I may not have seen this movie, but I do know Michael Myers. (laughs) (laughs) Intimately. Biblically, we fucked in college. (laughs) And let me tell you, those abs. (laughs) <laughs> All right, double ding. She puts the phone down because obviously it's connected to a cord. Oh, right. And she just turns around and says, who is it? And I yelled at her. Yelled yeah. at the TV. That's unacceptable. Who is it? Completely. Unacceptable. Holy shit. Okay. Who is it? And so now she starts to walk towards the door, and Michael jumps out and ah! stabs her. Well, yeah. My response to most of these kills is going to be, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
cut to all the police and hubbub outside of Lori's house. Mm-hmm. Or wherever the fuck she was when this happened. I sure. can't remember. If she, the, I think she was at a, the kid's house. She was, she was maybe at the kids maybe. or, yeah, exactly. But then she may have gone back. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly, I'm like, yes. Yes and yes. And yes. <laughs> yeah. She was at a house. <laughs> Somewhere on her street-ish. Yeah. And so there's a long, long shot where we like watch a police car pull up the two cops like start to walk through all the thing and go inside and there's two emts wheeling lori out in a rolly stretcher and uh-huh. put her into an ambulance and there's a super cute emt like just a cutie fucking patootie oh my so his name is jimmy what what was what was his um what's his vibe what's his type who would play him he reminds me of like the guy in Gremlins a little bit. Oh, okay. Just like kind of a cute all-American just brunette guy. Just a cute guy. all-American brunette, but there was something about his face that was just like adorable. And he has ah. like curly brunette hair. Like it's like curly. Oh, cute. I'm picturing a Paul Rudd, a young Paul Rudd, even though young Paul Rudd is the same as old Paul Rudd. I know, Rudd, I was so. like I can only think of current <laughs> Paul Rudd, which is all Paul Rudd. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but with like a curly kind of moppy hair. Like, I don't know. It's just adorable. Has a great essence to him. Love it. And he's like Lori's EM, like, er. So he's on the rolly stretchy. In the back with her. And then the drive, the other guy goes up front to drive. Okay. They're both like pretty young. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Okay, so then what's happening? I was going to put lotion on, but then immediately I decided to do that. Tallulah jumped up, and then I was like, oh, I don't want cat hair in my lotion hands. So it was a whole, you know, a lot went on during your beep boops. (laughs) Yeah, I look up, and I was like, what? Also, like, your lotion (laughs) looks like a little thing of paint. So I was very confused. I was like, why are you putting black paint on something, and your cat's here? Like, what's happening? (laughs) Yeah, Tallulah's actually a white cat. Oh, you just paint her black? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can't believe I didn't know that this whole time. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) she's in, you know, they put her in the thing, and and she's like, don't let them put me to sleep. Don't let them put me to sleep. Mm. Can I ask a dumb question? And maybe I'll find this out later. So if we do, just tell me. Do I don't really remember what Lori's like injuries are. She has an ankle situation and a stab okay. in the shoulder. Okay, a stab shoulder and an ankle situation. Got it. Okay, yeah. cool. And uh, he's like, it's okay, you're okay. Like, we're going to the clinic. And she's like, don't let me, don't let them put me to sleep. She really doesn't want them to put her to sleep. Sure. And the driver kind of yells back to Jimmy and is like, do you know her? Like, Despite like the way he's treating her, and he's like, "Yeah, she right. goes to school with my little brother. It's her name's oh. Lori Strode." And okay. the driver's like, "Oh, of Strode, like her dad's like Strode, like Realty, remember?" Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's like, "Yeah." And the driver's like, "Okay," and drives. I don't know. <laughs> and then uh, he's driving. Uh, uh, okay, as okay, well. <laughs> great. I don't know what we've. I couldn't tell your feelings by that. All right, so. Now we watch a car pull up and park um, and like a mom and a little kid dressed as a pirate who's like bleeding from the nose or tooth or something, you know. Sure. Just like (laughs) little kid blood. Yeah. Yeah. Like has like a bag of bloody ice like on their face. Right. Basically. Which I mean been there. 
Yeah. I like fell on my two front teeth <gasps> into like a, a black asphalt when I was a kid that I like you got fucking curb stomped like yourself into in my teeth because that was our playground at my school. Right. Like we didn't have a playground. It was just the parking lot. Yeah. And like I tripped and fell going back in and I fell like onto my two front teeth, which are Ow. quite I large. cannot imagine that pain. That fucking pain must have been But I like literally had like black spots in my teeth from it. <laughs> How did you get them out? I don't know. Brushed them. But that's why they're like questionably dead inside. Oh, because you hit them. Yeah. Interesting. They're, they're not. I don't think they're fully dead because I think they'd be more They're not yellow. fully dead. But when I tried to get them whitened one time, they were like, or some dentist at one point was like, I feel like your roots are dying. Nerves are dying. Interesting. No, I've seen a dead tooth. You do not have dead teeth. Yeah. Dead teeth are like going black. Like they don't go yellow. They skew gray and black. My mom, one of her big front teeth is is like dead. I mean, it's like really? yellowy, but mm-hmm. yeah. it's definitely like dead skis. I don't know. That's what happens when you have dead big, <laughs> big front <laughs> teeth, I guess. You just like, because I think she <laughs> fell on like a fence or something when she was a kid. Oh, God. Poor thing. <laughs> You guys keep tripping over your teeth. <laughs> we got big teeth in our, in our yeah. family. You got big two front big teeth. Big two front Jeez. teeth, overbites, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. She, boop, boop. oh, this kid is hurt in their two front teeth. So they're going to the <laughs> clinic. So it's like a hospital, but like they keep calling it a clinic. So it's like, I get, I'm getting a lot of senses that it's like a small town and this is a small hospital hospital you know there's definitely yeah. like yeah like it's not like a one room situation you know but um mm-hmm. it's not huge so right at that same time the ambulance is pulling up and they start wheeling Lori in- inside mm-hmm. as they're wheeling in the mom and the pirate are like in the waiting room talking to um this like really short-haired blonde nurse okay i never know any of the people's nurses names yeah so it's like i don't know <clears throat> So, oh, wait, did I? Uh-oh. Like, I do know one of them, but I, I think I put it. You had some nurse names for me. There's so many nurses that it was hard to keep track of them all, but I'm just going to give you one more. Okay. Karen. I knew her name. Oh, dead. Dead. I thought I put her, but I was getting real confused. It was late at night. Sure. Okay. So... She kind of takes care of mom and pirate, sends them to the waiting room, whatever. At that moment, they're wheeling Lori in. So, like, the EMTs are asking her, like, where's Dr. Dr. Mixler? Dr. Where's Dr. Mixler? <laughs> and she says, well, he's been at the country club. I think he's drunk. Lori said that? Wait, the nurse, the nurse. said that. The nurse said that. Oh, he's been at the country club. I think he's, I think drunk, he's drunk, but he's currently the doctor doing his rounds. On the call. Great. Yeah. Great. So great. What was happening in 1981? I don't know. Can you fucking imagine if you smelled alcohol on your doctor's breath? I'd be like, please, please go away. <laughs> I'll yeah. heal myself. Please go away. <laughs> do you want me to just do that? I can just sew I'll it up just real quick. You. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, oh, we have a stab wound. And the nurse is like, oh, that's Lori Strode. And so the doctor walks out at this point and is like, um, asks. So there's another nurse named 
Janet, I think, but I for some okay. reason call her, I think, Sally or Shelly for a long time after this. <laughs> okay. But her name appears to be Janet. And she has like um kind of little overall nurse outfit on. Yep. I loved all of their nurse costumes. Very cute. Very I love it. Cute. So should we be nurses from Halloween too one year? <laughs> very very specific. <laughs> very specific. We'll just look like sexy nurses. To be real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> People are like, oh, you're sexy nurses. No, we're nurses from, from Halloween, Halloween 2. two. <laughs> um, okay, so Sally, Shelly, Janet. Uh, oh, by the way, all of those names are the same name. Exactly. Well, that's why. Yeah. So he's like, Sally, Sally, Janet, get me more coffee. Because I'm drunk. What the fuck? And the doctor comes over and he knows Lori too. So it's Jesus. like. Um, and then there's the head nurse, Mrs. Ansler, I think, or something like that. Uh-huh. So we have blonde nurse, the head nurse, and the doctor are all, like, working on Lori. Okay. And the doctor is, like, you know, doing little needle tests and shit and is, like, oh, we're going to have to put her out. And Lori's, like, no, 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 don't put me under, don't put me under. And they do. They, like, inject something shit. into, like, her arm. And she's, like, Ugh. They're, like, relax, Lori. Yeah. And she does exactly yep. that. <laughs> so cut to the sheriff and Dr. Loomis driving around in the car, looking around with a, looking for Michael. With a big flashlight. Okay, got it. Doctor is extra as ever. Also, like, what town is this? The doctor is drunk. The other doctor just gets to ride around in the front seat of the sheriff's car. Like, I just, where's the protocol here? Well, he's the doctor from the mental institute, so he knows Michael the most. Okay, so maybe he, the sheriff would, it is reasonable that the sheriff would be like, you come with me. Okay. You that, know what's up re- with this dude. But there's more. Retracted. Okay. But Dr. Loomis is being extra as fuck, and the sheriff is mm-hmm. not having it anymore. Like, he's basically like, ah. oh, I've just about reached my point or, or reached that point or something. And he's like, what point? And he's like, oh, the point where I stopped taking orders from you. Oh, damn. Because Dr. Lewis is like, go here, turn there, blah, 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 you know? Yeah. Like, Sheriff yeah. is like, bro, chill out. Turn it down a bit. And also the sheriff is like, you're the one that let him out. And Dr. Lewis <gasps> is like, no, I didn't. Oh. So, which I don't recall, but I think actually Dr. Lewis was always like, no, don't. And it was like the hospital. Yeah. That, that I'm like, pretty sure. He said no, don't. But regardless, the sheriff is like, you hospital, you Dr. Loomis, let him out. So, yeah. You're fucking fault. Also, didn't he escape or something? I don't fucking know. Who Who cares? I guess we could do Halloween one because who remembers anything from it? I mean, I've seen it probably every Halloween. (laughs) I I know. (laughs) I've seen it upwards of a dozen times. (laughs) I remember. And I'm still like, who's in that? (laughs) Freddie? can't wait to watch it again soon oh my <laughs> Me gosh too. i'm gonna watch it on halloween day or Yay. weekend yeah. anyway um then another cop calls on the walkie radio thing and they're gonna meet up somewhere and as they're talking dr loomis is like fixing up his gun and like pick you know puts the bullets in or whatever and like holds it up and the sheriff is like bro like can you put it down what the fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> And the sheriff, like, doesn't believe that he shot him six times. He's like, no, like, man could survive that, Would you know. And that. Dr. Yeah. Loomis says, this isn't a man. And Michael's <laughs> like, hold my beer. 
<laughs> and then he sees someone on the sidewalk, like behind some kids that looks like Michael. Ah, so he's like, stop, stop. And they like, stop. And the sheriff is like, it's that him. And Dr. Loomis is like, I don't know. So they both get out and they're like running with guns and tell the kids to get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> so they run by the yeah. kids. And it's a person literally wearing the the Star Trek mask and the okay. jumpsuit okay. that Michael is definitively wearing, but like walking away from them. And they're running after. So the person like crosses the street and Dr. Loomis is like standing on the side, like holding the gun, trying to shoot at him. And the sheriff is like trying to hold him back, being like, stop, stop, stop. Dr. Loomis, there are people about. <laughs> also, like, we're not sure it's him, you know, like right. he's just like trying to like shoot his gun across yeah. the street where everyone is. Yeah, it's a yes, mess. Yes, Dr. Loomis, calm down. So Dr. Loomis is yelling at him, though, and so um, Jumpsuit turns and looks back, and then he's hit by a cop car. Ah! Oh. A cop car oh. speeds up, runs into him, and crashes into a van and explodes. Like he was crossing the street, and then cop car comes flying up. Because they, you know, are flying around town. Right. Hits him and then slams into a van. And he gets smushed. And then. Got it. Whoosh, and then explodes. explodes. Yeah. On fire. Mask is okay. melting. Shit. Michael Myers is on fire. And mask is melting. And dead. Great. But they're like, is it him? And they're like, we can't tell because he's on fire. Masked. Yeah. And masked. Masked and on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just say masked and on fire back and forth for another hour. <laughs> well, just you wait. <laughs> yeah. So now another cop drives up. This is Blondie cop. He gets out very urgently and he's like, Sheriff, 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 you know, the three people that were murdered, the three kids, the three teenagers. He's like, one of them was Annie, who's the sheriff's daughter. Yeah, I do remember that. So. Oh, my God. Those who get in the car, of course, Dr. Loomis gets in with them. Cut to the hospital. Mom and little kid pirate are leaving. I guess drunk doctor took care of them okay. <laughs> Hopefully. Cut to the TV inside. The news is on talking about three people dead and that an, it's an escaped mental patient that did it. And he's still like on the large, et cetera. We see that it's a security um He's on Bard. the large. I think you it's did. on the large. You meant on the lamb <laughs> and at large. <laughs> on the large. <laughs> it's a little. It was a little puzzle that I had to deconstruct because I was like, it doesn't sound quite right, but it doesn't sound totally wrong. Because <laughs> it's both right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> on the large. Uh, okay. So on the. So he's on the large. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, <laughs> so funny. I love your brains brain are too. so funny. I know. I know. So our mouths and words. So yep. we see watching the TV as a security guard with the driver EMT and um blondie nurse watching. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then yep. cutie cutie pie Jimmy Hi. sneaks into Lori's room um and kind of just like gently like touches her hand so she wakes up and he's like, Hi. Mm. She says, hi. And then oh. the head nurse comes in. 
who's a real strict, stricter, strictly strict. A Rick's stri- a strict, strictly person. ballroom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So she comes in all business and she's checking Lori's ankle and she says, you cracked a bone. You're, Owies. you're lucky it's not broken. But Dr. Mixler thought it would be better to put the cast on tomorrow. And I was like, I agree. I think so. So wow. she isn't wrapped a little, but it is cracked. Right. So it's not good. Ouch. No, it's not. And she good. checks on her little shoulder wound or whatever. And then starts to leave and tells Jimmy he has to go too. Um, but he's like, okay, and starts to follow her out, but then just shuts the door and stays in. And then like he's oh, <laughs> like, Do you want a drink or anything? I can go get you a Coke. And she's oh. like, Okay. And then driver EMT comes and is like, oh, we have another call. We have to go. So um, they start to leave and head nurse is like, out. Like, ah. <laughs> so he's Cute. like, I'll get you that Coke later. So Aww. cut to a newscaster standing outside one of the houses where people were attacked and killed or whatever. And they're talking about Michael Myers is the escaped patient. Um, he's believed to be burned to death tonight. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But this is the bodies. This is the house where the three bodies were found. And at that point, the the police drive up. That was like the sheriff, blondie cop, Doctor yep. Lemus car drives up, and mm-hmm. some other news lady is like talking to someone, being like, "Make sure to get statements from all the kids. Like, and if you get them, make sure to get like their parents' permission. And if you can't get permission, get statements anyway. Like, <laughs> like they, okay. they need to get their yeah. story. Right. So now our EMT friends are rolling out a body. And it has a blanket over it, and the sheriff, like, pulls it down, and it's Annie. And he just, like, closes her eyes. And he's like, I need to go tell my wife before someone else (gasps) does. And Blondie Cop is like, go, sheriff. Like, you got, we got this, we got this, you know. So sheriff leaves, so now, like, Blondie Cop is in charge. Yeah, such a bad day. So sad. Really sad. So sheriff is like, yells at Dr. Loomis, like, you let him out. And, mm-hmm. you know, Dr. Loomis is like, I wanted him restrained. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he leaves, I think. And so Dr. Loomis and Blondie Cop are now talking about how maybe Michael Myers burned, but maybe it wasn't him. Um, yada, yada, yada. And basically, Dr. Loomis probably doesn't believe it because, you know, Blondie's like, why are you talking about him like he's an animal? And he's like, he's not human. He might still be out there. (laughs) (laughs) Guy should play Hamlet. (laughs) So they took the Michael Myers body to the coroner. So Dr. Loomis is like, "Okay, we need to have a dentist meet us there in 30 minutes to try Mm -hmm. to figure out who it is. So cut to another random street where shops are and stuff, but it's late. You know, everything's closed, but it's mm-hmm. like people are still walking around in costumes and stuff. And two ladies are walking, and they, they're clearly just leaving a party, yada, yada, yada. Get into this, like, super cute red car. Fucking driver chick, like, doesn't want to drive her friend home because she's already late for work. And I was like, uh. um, excuse me. She's like, why don't you get joey or whoever to do it and she's like he's out of town or this or that and she's like you promised and she's like i did okay get in what a bad friend i know i was like ma'am it's not you need to drive fault that you're late for work exactly you need to drive your friend home yeah she's like it's five minutes that way and then five minutes back to the hospital where i work bitch 
Anyway, they go. That's on you. Walking across the street, though, where they are is a guy in like a cowboy costume or something like holding a radio. Mm -hmm. And it's talking about how Lori, the survivor, was taken to the Haddonfield Memorial Clinic or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he bumps into Ah. Michael Myers. And Michael walks by him as that plays on the radio, just by people in the streets because everyone's in costume. Sure. And we see a sign in the direction that he's walking that points to Haddonfield Memorial Hospital. Oh, no. So outside the hospital, the red car pulls up. And now we kind of see, like, it's a parking lot and it goes towards, like, one doorway. Mm -hmm. Which is, like, the east wing. And that's how we get in. That's where, like, the security guard is. Okay. So um, she gets out and starts walking towards the door. And as we see her walk away the, in this, like, side view mirror is Michael's face. Ah! Ah! So scary. It's so scary. <laughs> it's, it's the... Ugh. Now I feel like he's looking in all my windows. <laughs> Cut to Jimmy in the break room with his driver friend and Sally um, watching the news. Sally Janet Raphael. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so sorry. And driver just like doesn't give a fuck. Like he's just like talking about being hungry and shit like that. Okay. So cut to the security guard sitting in his little booth and he's like reading a comic book and he has a movie on and there's like the security camera. And so as he's busy, like we see on the security camera, Michael Myers, like walking outside. Sure. You had one job, security guard. (laughs) And then there's a knock on the door. It's our nurse friend who came from the red car from the party. And so he has to let her in. So basically, like, that door, like, locks pretty much, and you need to be let in, unless it's open. And we kind of just see her walk in as, like, the door, like, slowly starts to close behind her. Mm -hmm. Back to the break room. Sally, Jesse, Raphael is um, (laughs) talking about Michael Myers. Like, oh, my gosh, Julie saw him yesterday out by the old mall, that field behind the drive-in, yada, yada, yada. And Driver is like, he didn't escape until last night. Uh-huh. But he is like, I don't know what he says exactly, but he's like, he didn't, he's cursing throughout basically. And she's like, you don't need to swear so much. And he's like, sorry, I guess I just fuck up all the time. <laughs> and so she's like, <laughs> and leaves. Red car, whose name is Karen, comes in mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, you're late. And like Karen and driver, whose name is Bud, like kind of mm-hmm. like, Gently touch hands and like giggle a little bit. Oh, okay. Like there's a little something like they're just like, hi, kind of. Kiawa. So she leaves and has to like go get ready for work. And then Driver Bud starts singing, Amazing Grace, sit on my face. Don't make me cry. I need your pie. Oh, no. And Jimmy's like, Can you just like shut the fuck up? Basically, you know? And <laughs> yeah. Driver Bud is like, What's up? And he's like, Jimmy's like, it could have been my little brother or yours, you know? Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And Bud is just like, never get involved with the patients. 
He's like, yes to the nurses, no to the patients. But also, what the fuck ever? Okay. Jimmy leaves and just is like, walks down the hallway. You're an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. As he's like walking down the hall, we he walks by like one of like like some wooden door that's like slowly closing. Okay. Cut to the stairwell, which I can only assume is that door. And mm-hmm. we're now POV, Mikey. And he walks out into like some other hallway that's like completely empty. And he's like walking down the hallway. Back to Karen. She looks in at the little um, baby's room, little newborn's mm-hmm. room. Mm-hmm. And she, she, but she looks like from like the window glass outside of it. Yeah. And we're mm-hmm. now POV from Michael being like inside the infant baby room, like kind of watching her. Is Mikey about to kill babies? Is he? Oh, God. That's dark. So now the head nurse comes over. Karen comes out because she's like gotten all changed. She has an adorable nurse costume on. So cute. cute. And head nurse like yells at her for being late. It's only 15 minutes. And she's like, that's the difference between life or death for one of these babies. Da, 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 da. Not wrong. Yeah. So, um, but Michael Meyer. So basically it's like the baby's room is right next to the main like nurse station, mm-hmm. I guess. Which I think is across from Lori. I'm pretty sure, but I couldn't. I, I'm a little confused on that note. We didn't get an establishing shot because it's the 70s. Exactly. 80s, or so. maybe it's different floors. Ah, okay. But the same situation because she's right across from a a main nurse station. Okay. But I think she's across from Blondie's nurse station. Okay, got it. So maybe this is baby nurse station for Karen, and um. But he kind of, like, watches through the window and then just, like, leaves the room and walks in the other direction. Ah, okay. He doesn't kill a baby. Doesn't kill any babies. Even Michael Myers has a line. Yeah. So now Jimmy is in Lori's room again. And he's telling her that they should have handled him more carefully or something. Da, 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 da. And Lori's like, who? And he says, Michael Myers. He's the one that was after you. And Lori's like, that little kid who, like, killed his sister like forever ago, like like the old Myers house. Right, right. Yeah. Um th- she's like, "Oh, but he's like locked up in a hospital somewhere." And Jimmy's like, "Yeah, but he escaped." And Lori's like, "Why me?" And then the door mm. opens. Yeah. It's head nurse again and she's like, "Goodbye, Jimmy." <laughs> and he's like, I'll "See you later." <laughs> Cute. <laughs> and head nurse is like, "Men can't live with them. Can't live without them. So then she's checking. And she's like, your shoulder seems better. And she says, we've been trying to get in touch with your parents. They were at the same party as Dr. Mixler, but they're not there anymore. And they're not at home. But we're going to keep trying. <laughs> okay. What is parenting in the 70s and 80s? Okay. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess right. someone has a cell phone. So you're just like, I call the one place I expect you to be or I, home. And yes, then that's yeah. it. And then I'm out. And then, yeah, and then investigation over. So she picks up the phone next to Lori's bed and is like, you know, we're going to try again. And then she's like, like, the phone's not working. Oh, no. So she's like, Janet, Sally, Jesse, Raphael, um, <laughs> can you go tell the security guard to like that the phones aren't working basically and right. she's like oh he's all the way down the other end of the hall 
So like we're so at one go end of the hall. down there. And security where the door is is at the other end. Uh-huh. And basically head nurse is like, Lori, get some rest and she leaves. Lori then picks up the phone and realizes mm-hmm. that there's nothing. Like they're not mm-hmm. working. And she, we just hear like a creepy tree scratching at the window noise from her room. Uh, uh. So cut to now um, Sally Janet Raphael is telling the security guard so he's going to go check the pole outside. And so, <laughs> Oh, the telephone pole. <laughs> I'm just I was gonna like, go check the pole. That's where the phone comes from. <laughs> the pole. <laughs> yep. Okay, I got it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go check the stripper pole. I'm going to check the phone pole. <laughs> yeah. The phones are out. Cool. So he hands her like a big, to be fair, like one of those big thick or just old, I don't really know, walkie talkie. It's either just old oh. or like high tech, you know, but high, regardless, yeah. she's like, I don't know how to use one of these. Sure. But he gives that to her. He goes out with a flashlight flashing around the telephone pole. Mm-hmm. And he hears a noise behind him by the dumpster. So he slowly mm-hmm. goes over and opens the door. And it looks like there's like blood on some papers inside. And then a cat jumps out yeah. and like onto him. And he falls back into a bunch of trash cans. Ah. Okay. And then he starts shining his flashlight around again. And he clearly sees something. And he goes over and there's like the storage room and it has a padlock on it, but the padlock's unlocked. Has a storage room, but the padlock. Okay, got it. Uh Uh-huh. Question number two, what do you do? What does he do? Go the opposite direction of this suspicious shed thing. (laughs) I am going to go... To a neighboring place from the hospital to call the police and the electric company to be like, something is awry. Uh, Better safe than sorry. Let's just get the police here. Um, And I think he goes to investigate the shed with the scariest source of light there is a flashlight. (laughs) (laughs) He goes inside. Um, it's a whole room situation, you know, with some hallways okay. even a little bit. But it's like a. But it's like the storage. But it's like, like a. It's, yeah, there's like. Okay, like it's, it's it's its own building, for, not connected to the hospital. It's like connected, but it's its own door. Got like it. Like it's okay. around the around the way, sort of. Okay. Um. So he walks around, goes and like does turn a light on, hears a noise, checks out, flashlights, a bunch of tools hanging. Mm-hmm. Um, walkies to Sally Janet Raphael like hey someone broke into the storeroom we cut to her and she's only hearing like like it's kind of breaking up she's like Mr. Security Guard I can't hear you I can't hear you hello like how do you work this thing Yeah, she starts hitting it so the security guard is like I need one of you to drive to the sheriff right away and like get someone yeah Okay. But she's like fiddling with the walkie, like doesn't actually hear him. And then there's a noise. Ah! So he hears it like kind of down the hallway. So he goes back down like that hallway. There's like more storage kind of doors through there. Bonus question. I grab some sort of heavy tool of some kind <laughs> while I investigate. Yeah. 
some sort of heavy, stabby tool. And there were a lot there. There was Mm -hmm. a lot of options. So there's another storage door that has a padlock on it that's unlocked. And so he opens the door and then things fall on it. Like a bunch of piles of stuff just fall on top of him. Okay. But then he hears a noise from another area. So he goes and looks that way. And there's another unlocked padlock door. So he opens the door, looks in, nothing, closes the door. Michael Myers Ah! is there. And he stabs him in the head with a pointy hammer. Oh, ow. He stabbed him with the pointy side of a hammer. Right in the skull. Fuck. I hate that. I hate that kill. I hate hammer kills. I don't like hammer kills. I'll always take a pointy hammer kill than a bludgeoning hammer kill myself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, if I'm going to die, let's get it it over with. with. Yeah. So back to Sally Janet Raphael, you know... She couldn't quite understand what was happening, and now the static's just like walkie. Wait, <laughs> now the walkie is just static. Yep, the static is just walking away. <laughs> Question number three: What does she do? What do you do? What was he originally going to do? Check oh, he pole. was originally going to check the pole. I have two thoughts of what she does. I feel like she either is like, huh, and like puts the walkie down like not working like doesn't really acknowledge it or she goes out to check the pole herself which I don't know why you would do that I am going to I don't have any phones and I have to protect like who's here would I like can I assume that there are other security guards no that's it yeah because it's small like we're a one one door shop here. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I think what I'm gonna do is I do know that there is a murderer out there. Was it on the news that he burned up? Yeah. Do, so they think he's dead. Probably. Okay. I mean, we watched a newscaster say that. We didn't watch mm-hmm. them watch that news, but I so I don't know. Because no, I'm kind of trying. Still- yeah. I'm just trying to figure out like what I would actually do. Would I actually sense an emergency? Because I think he's dead and the phones are out, which is like annoying, but like that isn't necessarily something that would scare me if I think that the murderer is already dead. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to like walk that line of like what yeah. I actually know. Yeah. It's hard to say because I was thinking this. that's, Good, good thing. Good, good point. Because I was thinking this whole time. I was like, I could end every question with, and there's a murderer f- uh, escaped from a mental institute um, on the loose. Right. But I guess. They are under the impression. on the news. But yeah, it's, it's hard to say if they know okay. that or not. We watched it happen live yeah. in front of the house. But we don't know that everyone's reporting that. We don't know that they saw it. I don't know. To be fair, but okay. I guess well, we let's can say that they. Uh, I'm gonna give you an answer that I think applies to both, because if the phones are out, I'm also concerned about like the electricity going out. In which case, like certain patients could die. So what I'm going to do is send, 
one of the EMTs to somewhere else to like call the police, the electric company, wherever. And I am going to, because there's no security guard right now, and maybe I think there's a scary person on the loose, I'm not sure, I'm going to lock down the hospital. Like, I'm going to be like, you go lock this door, lock this door. Like, I'm going to do everything I can to just sort of lock down the hospital until we can figure out what's happening. That's what I'm going to do. And I think she already said she goes and looks in the shed. You did not say that. Oh, sorry. Um, I thought it. And you didn't read my mind, so. Point for you. Okay. Um, she is like, this static is walkie, so... You know what's funny? Is I actually wrote static walkie. I was just reading. Did you? I was just reading what I wrote. <laughs> That's so interesting. So she's like, I need to go back to work. Like, I need to go back to right. the floor. And I have to get right. back. So she just, yeah. like, goes back to work. Okay. Yeah. Cut to the morgue. We have, like, the burnt body, and they're, like, checking his teeth. It's Dr. Loomis and, like, Blondie Cop and some dentist. And the dentist is like, you know, it's hard to say, but like there's no filling. So he's probably pretty young, maybe 17, 18. And they say that Michael Myers is 21. I didn't know Michael Myers was so young, to be honest. I know. <laughs> Why did Kedrin's like attracted to that somehow? I, it's <laughs> just like very interesting. Michael. Like I'm just like, does that mean that he would like – take off the mask and the jumpsuit and just be in, like, the prime of his life? I think so. I guess I just didn't, like, picture him being, like, in the prime of his life. I didn't think so either. Wow. Maybe Michael Myers is actually a zaddy. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Actually, I don't know that a 21-year-old can be a zaddy. He's a zaddy. But, like, at some point in his career, he's a zaddy. He's zaddies. Yeah. His career as a serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) So he's 21. So that means 15 years ago. He was six. six. So he killed his sister. Okay. Six. Oof. Yeesh. That's not a good sign. No wonder. No. No wonder he chose this career. Yeah. (laughs) His career path was predicted early. So they're like, it's hard to make a positive ID. So Dr. Loomis is like, we have to assume that he's still alive. Mm-hmm. And now Blondie Cop tells the police officers, he's like, okay, everyone back out. Like, okay. We- yeah. That was a good decision from the 70s, I feel like. Yeah, and it was like, they weren't sure if he was going to make it or not. Like, the Blondie Cop does it, and the other cops are kind of like, Meh. Nice. Okay, cool. Cut to a window smashing, and it's like a mob of people outside the Myers house, and they're just like breaking shit and throwing stuff at it. Mm hmm. Okay. Dr. Loomis and Blondie cop drive up with a gun and a shotgun, and Blondie's like trying to tell people to go home and stuff. And the cop inside, um, or cop who was like just looking around inside, is like, it's empty. Um, We've already covered the east end of town. Like, he's not here. And Blondie cop is like, well, go check again. Right. And so now Blondie Cop and Dr. Loomis have a little chat. And Blondie is like lighting a cigarette and gives a cigarette to Dr. Loomis. And talking about how, you know, it's a real quiet town. Like the only time you ever hear a gunshot around here is to like start the track meet sort of thing. 
And mm-hmm. Dr. Loomis is like, yeah, except for that time Michael Myers killed his sister on Halloween. Right. Um, except for that time that you guys had a horribly gruesome murder that happened right here. It's quiet all the all the rest of the time. But that was 15 years ago. You know, sure. and Blondie was like, yeah, I know. I remember I was 16 when it happened. Mm. So as that's happening, Blondie, like, lights his own cigarette, but then, like, keeps mm. trying to, like, light it for Dr. Loomis. But Dr. Loomis is, like, you know, babbling on. So he doesn't <laughs> have the cigarette in his mouth. So finally, Blondie just, like, hands the lighter to him. So Dr. Yeah. Loomis, like, takes it um, himself. And Dr. Loomis is a very funny character to me <laughs> that I didn't know was funny. <laughs> and Dr. Loomis is talking about how, you know, it's his anniversary. He came it's back. Aniver- oh, right. Yeah, yeah, 15 yeah. years later. And he's talking about how there's this force inside him. He's just been biding his time, you know. And at the hospital, you know, the mental hospital, he's kind of like the ideal patient, you know. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't have any issues with him because he doesn't really talk. Doesn't cry, doesn't move. He just waited. Yeah, that's the ideal patient. That doesn't set off any red flags at all to me. Well, just that, like, he's not tr- causing trouble. He doesn't cause trouble. But again, I feel like that's the patient that I'd be, like, the most afraid of. And like, why don't you move or speak <laughs> or do anything? And but- so the staff, re- he's like, the staff didn't know what he was. Um, but Dr. Loomis knew. Okay. At that point, two, like, teenage boys run up, and they're talking, you know, they're asking Blondie Cop, they're like, we're worried about our friend, like, he left the party at, like, 10.30, and he's not home yet, um, and they're like, but he was drunk, you know, and just wearing some dumb mask, <gasps> and they're like, oh, no, and they're like, how old is he? And he's 17. And they're like, fuck. And so the kids leave. Fuck. And they're like, we need to check the dental records for that kid. And Blondie's like, oh, oh God. Oh, no. That sucks. At that point, some other cop comes up and is like, hey, there's been a break-in at the elementary school. We think it's him. So they go to yeah. the Back to the hospital, our girl Karen is at her main desk She's just like like quietly like putting like pills into whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And then the buzzer goes off. Yeah. Like one of the rooms, you know, if you call for the nurse, it oh. just goes Bzzz, and like a loud oh. like buzz goes off with like the light outside the window, like the okay. door. Got That's it. How. Yeah. They did it back then. And she's like, Ugh, like jumps. Ugh. So she goes to look and she like goes into the patient's room and like goes over to like look at the bed and then a hand reaches up and grabs ah! her. And she's like fighting, like, ah, and she like bites at it and let's go. It's Bud, the EMT. Dude, 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 read the room. Read the room, man. And she's fucking pissed. She's like, you're the biggest jerk. Like, da 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 da. And she's like, and he's like, um, yeah, but you love me. And she's like, yeah, well, I'm an idiot. Oh, no. So he wants to go fuck in the therapy room three doors down. Sure, and, sure, sure, sure. you know, stares into her eyes and kisses her. And she's like, okay, but, you know, like, what about the babies? Um, really? She says, I can't leave the kids. Um, I have to, like, you know, like, I'm working. Be a nurse. <laughs> be a, do my job. And she's like, yeah. okay, I don't know. Like, maybe if we leave the door open, I could hear the kids if, like, one of them cries or something. It took me 
into watching <sighs> it like multiple times and then taking notes for her for me to understand that when she said kids, she meant the the babies. The babies. Yeah. Okay. I thought kids was her term for patients. Patience. And being, just being like, if I leave the door open, maybe I'll just hear if one of the kids cries. Like, just like, that's yeah, just what she I called. What like, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. but she's the baby nurse. The baby it took nurse. Me so yeah. long to get that. But also, like, you're bad at your job. Like, unfortunately, there's a couple jobs where, like, you don't get to, like, go fuck in a broom closet. But it's the 70s. And doctors are drunk, <laughs> I guess. Doctors are drunk. Nurses are fucking. It's the 70s. I should ask my mom. Be like, what was it like? Did you ever fuck in a closet? <laughs> no. Not that part. <laughs> Kim just got so embarrassed. I don't want to know. <laughs> so blah, blah, blah. Which just like a bunch of like static shots of like the hallways. It's like very empty, very quiet in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Lori is now sleeping and she's like having a dream and it's like her is like a little kid asking her mom standing by the sheets, hanging laundry, doing the sheets, 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 Mm -hmm. sheets, sheets. (laughs) Why won't you tell me? You never tell me anything. And mom says, I told you I'm not your mother. Cut to like some little shots of blood dripping. And then Lori having this, like, vague memory of her being at, like, what looks like a hospital and just, like, seeing, like, a young boy staring out the window that, like, looks back at her. And then more blood dripping. Okay. That looked exactly like red paint, but I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be Sure. And now Lori kind of wakes up, like, and then just passes out again. (laughs) Sure. Okay. So now we cut to Karen. Who's gone into the therapy room, which is basically just a hot tub room. Oh, oh, physical therapy. Yeah. I was thinking there was a hot tub in a psychiatrist's room. No. And I was like, cool. So it's like a metal hot tub room. Yeah. And then so that's like one. And then she's at the little room outside of that. And there's like frosted glass between the two. Okay. So she's in the little room where you control the... Temperature, temperature and stuff bubbles. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we can see through the frosted glass her undressing. Bud is already sitting in the tub and he's like looking back watching her. And then now he just like sits in the tub. So his back is to that fro- the frosted glass in the other room. Okay. So she turns out the light and comes in wearing a towel and um, – steps up and then we see her boobs when she drops her towel sure. and she gets mm-hmm. in and she's like "Ooh, it's so hot and they start making out and she's like it's so hot in here and he's like oh, it's just me and then we see a hand yeah. turn up the heat oh no of the thing and we're watching the temperature <gasps> and it says like temperature not to exceed 100 degrees mm-hmm so Karen's like, seriously, it's like too hot. This is actually one of my little nightmares, actually. Too like hot getting water. like getting boiled in something Ooh. is like a little bit of like a really scary thing that when I see it, it makes me not feel good. Interesting. Yeah. Well they did it in Ratchet. Did you watch Ratchet? You know, I was didn't there, finish it. I didn't along finish it with either. Every single other fucking show that Ryan, Ryan Murphy, Murphy. Makes. I'm exactly. So sorry. 
I am super excited about it, super into it. And I almost have never, I've almost never finished a season. And that's, I don't ever do that. Like I finish things Me too. all the time. Me I too. Can't, I don't know. I'm always just like, I, I don't finish Ryan Murphy. Yeah. It's, but anyway, at one point that same thing happens. Somebody is literally locked in a tub and only their head is out and the heat is turned up. Mm, I think I vaguely remember that. And it was really upsetting. Okay, so she's like, no, seriously, it's, it's too hot. hot. So okay. question number four, what do you decide to do? What do they decide to do? I am going to get out of the tub and put my clothes on so that I'm not, at the very least, murdered naked. But who are who are you? I'm, I'm being the girl. I This dude is pissing me off. I'm being her. I'm going to get out and go back to my job and go back to my job. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. I think she falls prey to her low self-esteem and stays in the tub with Buddy. Because he's like, come on, it's fine. <laughs> Zero points. <laughs> ah! She's like, it's too hot. Can you go check? And he's like, it's cold out there. And she's like, well, it can get real cold in here, too. <laughs> and he's like, okay. Oh, I like that she sent him. That's great. Nice job. So he goes, and we get to see a little butt, a little okay. boy butt. Call me when you see some dingle. I know. Never happens. Yeah. So he goes out into the outside room and is, like, mm-hmm. looking at the dials and shit. Karen ends up getting out of the tub and is, like, toweling off. So she's just, like, sitting on the side of the tub, but again has her back to the frosted glass and him in the okay. other room. So – we are just she's like telling herself off or whatever and we see behind her bud is looking at the dials michael comes up behind him and strangles him <sighs> so she's sitting on the edge of the tub michael slowly comes into this room behind her and mm-hmm. then just puts his hand on her shoulder and she's oh, no. like forget it bud i need to go back to work but she starts caressing like his hand and she's like uh-huh. maybe we get breakfast like you know, in the morning, because they work the night shift, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And she starts like nibbling on his finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you're nibbling on a serious <laughs> Why is that so creepy? I don't know. It's like really gross. <laughs> yeah. It's like really upsetting. <laughs> and she. <laughs> But like, why? Why are we so upset? I don't. I'm so upset. No, it's like the thinking that you're comfortable, but then, yeah, it just not being that. Yeah, it's just not being yeah. that. Yeah, it's just not what you think is happening. Yeah. So he, she's like, <laughs> you know, trying to be nice because basically she's like shutting him down, but then trying to be right. nice. So she's like. Mm-hmm. And the hand drops and she's like, come on, don't be that way. And then turns back and it's Michael and she screams. And then he just pushes her head down into the water and then lifts her head like up and down a bunch. So then we see the little dial outside is going up to 120 degrees, which is like the scalding water area. So now he'll like hold her under. So she's like drowning. But then when she lifts her face or when he lifts her face, she's her face is starting to melt. So she's that yeah, this drowning is and face melting at and the same face time. Face melting. 
Oh my god. It's Hardy yeah. Blay. Yeah, this is like this I'll is take, one of my I'll take any hammer death over this death. Oh, 100%. 100%. Because the thing is is like the face melty's not going to kill you. It's just it's horrible. I or mean quickly. It'll yeah. eventually kill you, yeah. but So, <gasps> yeah, that happens a bunch. It's oof, it's blorf. And Yeah. Then he does one giant miraculous lift out, so we see her boobs, and then drops her on the floor. Well, we got to see the boobs gotta. before she dies. Nineteen eighty-one. Yep. Important. So, cut to the cops and Doctor Loomis at the elementary school where they went to go. Oh right. Look. Oh right. Yes. So they're inside, and they're like, "There's like, here's a broken window. We think that was him. This other thing we think is him." And then they're like, "Look over here, on the like teacher's desk is." I believe our sandwich knife, giant sandwich oh. knife, stuck okay. into like a little kid's drawing of like a family oh. and stabbed into the sister. Oh. And they're like, is that it? And the cop says, no, look over here. So on the board written in blood is S-A-M-H-A-I-M or N, excuse me. Sawing. Sawing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And Dr. Loomis says, ah, Samhain. No! It's a Celtic no! word. No! No! It means. No. <laughs> he says it though. Who didn't do the research? Who know. do you think dropped the ball? I don't know. Samhain? Yeah. <laughs> and he has like. A bit of an accent. Samhain. Samhain. Yeah. Yeah. I get, listen, I get that Gaelic is cuckoo bananas when you compare it to like how our letters sound. I get that. But it's also like, you're it's on taken a big me a long movie. time to figure out how to say this right. word. But it... you wouldn't just <laughs> jump in with Samhain. You'd be like, how do we say this? Can we find out how this is pronounced? Well, I perhaps? wouldn't jump in with Samhain to be like, I know everything about this word, which is about right. to be what happens. Yes, that's that's. Where I I'm, would stand there and be yeah. like, "Sam Hain, what does that mean?" Right, I would say Sam. Exactly. Hain. But if you're like about, yeah, but you're about Dr. to screw me on the meaning of the word. Says, Sam Hain. Oh, it's a man. Celtic word. It means Guys. <laughs> Lord of the Dead, End of Summer, the festival, and also this guy I went to high school with named Sam the Hain. Festival of Sam Hain. <laughs> Guys, so funny. Guys, how is this not a bigger joke? I don't know. Like in the horror, that's that's really, yeah, because that's really dumb. Okay, surprising, right? There's got to be some (laughs) memes out there already, right? There's got to be. Yeah. Anyway, Um, what I was going to say was we're making fun of Dr. Loomis for being extra, but like Michael's pretty extra, like. He's stabbing a little kid's picture in an elementary school, yeah. like writing Sawain and blood on the board. Like it's and a little fair, extra. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe he was doing a lot of reading in, in the hospital, but like, what does Michael know about Sawain? I don't what know. What does Michael know about Sawain? I mean, unless Dr. Loomis, he's like, you don't talk, so I'm going to educate you about <laughs> Sam Hain for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> So as he's saying this, we see kind of like an official looking car like pull up outside. Um, and then a lady walks in for Dr. Loomis. And he's like, oh, I didn't recognize you at first. Like, what are you doing here? And she's like, I need to talk to you privately. 
I'm assuming this lady is in the first one or something, but she's from the hospital, the mental okay. hospital. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So they go out into the hallway to talk. As they're talking, um, he, you know, has that lighter. So he lights her cigarette for her. And she says, you're being ordered back to the hospital. And he's like, they can't order me, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, by the governor. And he's no. like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you know, this is all over the state, da, 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 da. And he's like, well, you know, y'all should have listened to me earlier. And she's like, Dr. Rogers, who clearly is like in charge or whatever, is worried that this is going to mess up the hospital forever. You know what I mean? Messed up their programs. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. look good. Lose funding, blah, blah, blah. All the things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the issue. So Dr. Loomis is like, look, just tell them you couldn't find me or whatever the fuck. I can't like leave now, you know? And she's yeah. like, well, you have no choice. There's a marshal outside like waiting for you. Oh, damn. Back to the hospital. We're looking now on the security camera and we see Michael walking like down a hallway. Okay. Cut to Jimmy in Lori's room, and he whispers to her, like, I'm not going to let anything happen to you. Mm. And Lori's just, like, staring straight ahead. And he's like, Lori? Mm-hmm. And he, like, moves his hand in front of her face, and she's just staring. Oh, shit. Okay. So he's like, fuck. And he runs out and gets, like, blonde nurse from out front. She comes in and, like, checks pupils with, like, a little flashlight. And okay, okay. Um, Sally Janet Raphael runs down the hall for Dr. Mixter and she goes into his room, which clearly has like its own shower bathroom area and then like his main office or whatever. And the shower is okay. on and that door is open. So she's like calling for him, but nothing. So she kind of like goes and looks around in the shower. There's nothing. So she knocks on the office door and she's like, Dr. Mixter. And she opens the door and he's like sitting there, but like with his back to us, like behind his desk. Okay. And she's like, and it's emergency. Lori Strode is having a reaction to the medication. Like you need to come quick. Okay. And he's like not responding. So she like goes up and like touches his shoulder and like turns him around. He's dead and has like a needle in his eye. A needle in his eye. Owies. Michael, you're so creative. I know. It's good kills. So she, yeah. like, slowly backs up, and, like, from the darkness, we just see Michael Myers, like, appear behind her. And then she gets a needle to her ah, temple. Oh, my temple. It's so tender. And then he just stands above her and does his little creepy head tilt. Yeah. So cut to Jimmy and Blonde Nurse. Jimmy's going to go get head nurse because they need someone to look at Lori. Um, so he goes... Looks in, like, the ladies' lounge. There's a locker room. There's a locker that's open, but it appears to be empty in there. Blonde nurse is just kind of, like, looking up and down the hallway. It's very quiet. And then there's a buzzer that goes yeah. off. So she goes to that room to check on the patient. And now we're POV Michael in the hallway at the nurse's station. So walking right by Lori's door. But the door's been closed. Like, Blondie, like, closes right. the door to go check on the buzzer room. Right. So he's like walking by the nurse's station and like walks right by her room down the hallway. Yeah. Or no, excuse me, goes right to her room. He knows what she is. Oh, oh, yeah. He's Michael. And looks in and like sees her under the covers. So he goes in with his scalpel in hand <gasps> and stands by the bed and lifts and stabs, stabs, ah! stabs. What? Pulls the blanket 
It's pillows underneath. <gasps> Lori, you clever minx. Cut to Lori, like, hobbling down the hallway on her cracked ankle. Sure. No cast. I know. God doctor. damn it. So now Blood Nurse leaves her room where she had just checked on the patient. She goes into Lori's room. There's no Lori. Cut to a security camera footage. We're seeing POV watching. Michael watching of Lori in the hallway hobbling down. So he walks away through like some doorway. Lori now goes into a room and like grabs the phone but like falls to the ground. Cut to Michael like walking down some hallway. Lori's like sitting on the floor with the phone um, and she hears a noise. So she like puts the phone down, like peeks out the door, nothing nothing closes the door and kind of like curls up in a ball and like is like trying to just stay passes out yeah oh no i don't know what's going on she told you not to give any give her anything well she's on a lot of drugs right but she seemed like kind of okay and then like now said i don't know it feels weird and then i was trying to find information about a certain thing later like googling something and it was like so I was, like, reading a summary or something. And, like, at one point they're, like, yeah, Lori's, like, having a fit or something. So they, like, give her medication. And I was, like, what? I don't think that that's what was happening. But Yeah. Whatever. I, I don't know. She's on drugs. And also, but we didn't see her have a fit, right? I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I, I've told you every okay. single part. I was, like, maybe in my retelling I'll find it. But I don't recall. Yeah. She's been pretty chill okay. all the time. All right. Interesting. So, but whatever. I guess maybe it's from the first meds they gave her. I I have no idea. It's com- it's very or, confusing because she was straight up catatonic. Or is this possibly a? I watched The Wicker Man on Amazon Prime and they cut out the main B part. Did you watch this on something where that scene, for God knows why, was edited out? Well, no, because I actually watched it on, like, a TV situation first Uh and then watched it. No, that's where I watch movies, too, on a TV. (laughs) No, like a a TV channel. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) And why does that prove it? (laughs) Because I could tell that that was cutting things out. Like, it was cutting out some curse words and I assumed boobs at one. You know, I didn't see any boobs the first time. Um, okay. And I wasn't sure if certain kills or something were. So then I I yeah. did, like, rent it to take notes. Oh, okay. So I'm assuming okay. I got the real movie. Interesting. You know who's going to know the answer? Mackenzie, Mackenzie Parker. Parker. Yeah. So I don't know. Some felt, but it, I did find it weird, though, because she was straight up catatonic. Yeah. And, like, the flashlight thing didn't move her pupils at all. So it's not like she was faking. And then right. all of a sudden she's, like, out crawling around the hallway. Maybe that's the fit they're talking about, that she was having a fit. We're thinking of like a fit, ah, make her catatonic. Maybe it was they gave her drugs. The fit that she was having was like she's unresponsive. So they but that's why they go get the that. doctor and they go get the head oh, nurse. And then like, they that's do. why they're like, yeah. that's why they're all trying to get help right now. To get help right now. But she, whatever, she got out. She hobbled into some other room to try to use the phone. Yeah. Doesn't fucking work anyway. Then she shuts the door and falls asleep in a ball next to the door on the floor. Right. 
I don't know what's going on. She's had a big day. It's tough. I sh- you know what? I'm not, no judgment. She's yeah. had a tough, she's had a really tough day. Really tough day. Yeah. This is on, this is part two of her tough day. You thought her tough yeah. day was over. It's yeah. not. <laughs> anyway, that was so long. Side note. So sorry. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. She's passed out. Cut two. Dr. Loomis and the lady with Blondie Cop leaving the elementary school. And Blondie's like, we're going to find him. And Dr. Loomis is is like, where are you going to look? And he's like, I don't know. But Dr. Loomis and lady get in the car with the marshal. Okay. And they drive off. Now, Blondie nurse runs to the security office. Mm -hmm. There's no guard. His hat is just sitting there. Because he was murdered in a shed. Okay. We're seeing the security camera inside. And Michael Myers is walking down a hallway and, like, goes into a room, closes uh-huh. the door. Uh-huh. Blondie Nurse is calling for, like, you know, security guard, security guard. Now she, and she, like, leaves the security area. And now we see on that same camera coming from the other direction is, is Blondie Nurse walking down that same hallway that he was just on. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Does that Got make it. sense? Yeah, like basically we saw that he's walking down a certain hallway. She didn't. And now we see that they're in the same hallway. So we're like, oh, no. Yeah. But he stepped into okay. a room. Yeah. So she's walking by. She hears a noise in a room, opens the door, and she's like, Mr. Security Guard? And then there's a hand on her shoulder from yeah. behind. It's Jimmy. Jimmy. And Jimmy's like, I can't find anyone. Like, no head nurse, no somebody else. And they're like, we got to find Lori. Yeah. Question number five, what, is they, what do they decide to do? What do you decide to do? What does they do? Um, <laughs> first things first is I'm going to arm myself with stabbies, uh, be it syringes, scalpels, something like that that's about. Um, and... I so their goal is to find Lori is what I'm hearing, which is like different than what my goal would be. Mm. Um, I mean, their goal is to like get help and find. I, Lori. I'm like you know what I mean. Like I'm they're, going to. They're like yeah. Lori needs help. We need the doctors. We need something. You know. Yeah, I think I help. am going to get outside help. I'm going to leave the hospital. Things seem to be a little above my pay grade right now. And I can't use the phone. So I'm going to go somewhere else so and who call are the you? police. I'm the nurse. I'm being the nurse. So by yourself. Um, no, I'm going to bring Jimmy with me. Like, I'm, I think we should, like, I'm going to be like, if we want so to help Lori, we. we need to. So you're we. Be, Okay. <laughs> We uh, get so mad at me. <laughs> um, I'm like, I need you to tell me exactly what's happening. Otherwise, I'm just like, OK, so you're going by yourself. Good to know. So we go. We're like, we can't help without outside help. Thing is, something is right. We need to get help outside of the hospital. I think they do. They maybe split up. Like, is he like, I'm going to go find Lori. You get help. He says to her, you go check the East Wing again. If you don't find anyone, 
go to the sheriff, drive to the sheriff, and get someone out here right away. I'm going to keep looking. So their plan is to separate. And I was like, we already dumb, can't dumb. find anyone. Dumb, dumb. Let's make it. As so they're talking, they're just now. in the door of that room. And we see there's like a curtain that's like closed, you know, hospital curtain thing. Yeah. And there's like a shadow of Michael just like standing <laughs> behind it. Another sheet. Loves his sheets. He loves his sheets. Cut to Lori just still sleeping on the floor in her little ball. Jimmy's looking around and he goes to where the surgery rooms are and one of them mm-hmm. it looks like it has maybe a light on inside so he opens the door head nurse is laying down strapped to the table dead ah! and her arm is kind of like hanging off of it and he goes over <laughs> and touches her throat but it's the weirdest shot like this was a real weird drop-in shot I guess they okay. I'm assuming they used a hand model or something because it was like <laughs> somehow they didn't want to get his body into the shot, okay. like his, his arm came out of nowhere. Like it was literally like, <laughs> it's the weirdest <laughs> long reaching shot to be like, <laughs> to touch her neck. Oh, to take the pulse. To see, oh, like he's just so trying to funny. touch the pulse, but I don't know what was what happening. What a weird, weird it thing. It was so funny. I was like, just touch her, just touch her neck. Yeah. We see that, um, Blood is dripping off of her arm. Basically, it's like um, through a tube. Ah, so her blood's being taken, blood but it's just her. dropping onto the floor. Gross. And it's like what a waste of blood. All of her blood. Oh, no. So Jimmy turns to leave and slips in the blood. Yeah. And Bullshit. smashes his head on the floor and passes out. Jimmy. So now he's just laying in a pool of blood. <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> You really botched this one, bud. <laughs> Cut to Blondie Nurse. She goes to the exit towards the parking lot. She gets in her car. It won't start. She gets out sure. and looks at it. The tires are flat. Right. And then she goes and looks at the other cars. All of their tires are flat, too. Oh, damn. Question number six. What do you do? What does she do? On foot. I'm out of here to get to any other building that's not the hospital. I'm getting as far away from the hospital as I possibly can. She goes back inside to be like, Jimmy, it's more dangerous than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Is, are those the word, the line she says? <laughs> word for word. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen this? I have. Uh, yeah. Like, get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Walk, run, hitchhike. It's the 70s. Just go away. Go away. Yeah. She goes back inside. Cut to Lori now, wakes up. She opens up her door and peeks down the hallway. Nothing. So now she, like, real struggle gets up so slow and is, like, limping down the hallway. Yeah. At that moment, Blondie Nurse comes in that hallway and she's like, Lori. And Lori, like, slow turns around. And she's like, and then Lori just, like, kind of keeps walking. And she's like, Lori, like, wait. And then from behind Blondie Nurse steps out Michael from around a corner. Oh, God. And so Lori, like, looks back, and Blondie's stabbed in the back with a scalpel and then lifts her into the air Ah! with the scalpel. And her little nurse clogs fall to the floor, and then he drops her to the ground dead. Oh, he is very strong. Very strong. He's been climbing ropes in that mental hospital. He really is. doing crunches. 
I, you know, we talk about his abs, but have we thought about his, his biceps and forearms? Oh, I have. I know I have. <laughs> yeah. The ability to lift someone like that. One-handed with a scalpel. Ooh. One-handed with a scalpel. Funny. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Hello, nurse. He's just, <laughs> he's just been rope climbing and doing sit-ups like yeah. crazy. Yeah. So Lori, of course, starts to hobble run away. Mm-hmm. And Michael walk follows. Yeah. <laughs> and she's running through the halls and tries to like push some rolly stretchers in the way, goes to a stairwell, goes downstairs, and she goes into another hall and she's like in the basement now. And she's like trying different doors, but they're locked. She finds one that's open and goes in. Michael is slowly walking down the stairs. Lori appears to be in some type of boiler room situation sure, kind of thing. Sure. Basement. She's running through pipes and she's like backs up into like a dark corner and like a hand hits her on the shoulder. Ah! It's the dead hanging security guard. The dead hanging security guard. So she screams. And tells Michael where she is. Exactly. Shit. And we see his slow feet coming. And she happens to be like by the pipe that he's hanging from that's near like a window that's sort of in the high Mm -hmm. part Mm -hmm. of where we are. Does that high part of the wall? It does. I know exactly what you're saying. So she like grabs up onto the pipe and like crawls up to kind of crawl through the window. But this window is just high enough. If Michael reaches full arms up, that that's the height of the window. Oh. So she's still scrambling out and her her legs are yeah. her feet are kind of still hanging out the window. Yeah. But he's just reaching up with his scalpel in his hand, just being like, oh, I can't reach. I can't reach. Uh, Michael, <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Sam Hain over here. Jesus. I mean, he's obviously not going to jump or reach right. any higher. He's literally just like, right. well, this is as high as my hands reach or my arms reach. So yeah, he's just clanking, clink clanking at her, at her feet, but clink, can't clanking at her feet. Also, one more thing that gym class told me I can't do if it's required in a horror movie, and that's pull myself Jump? up. Oh, yeah. The, I, pull myself up. Pulling myself up, I think I could do. Because it's also. Does she have anything to stand well, on? it's like, like against the wall, prepare? you know, you kind of just. Okay, like, maybe like, I could. <sighs> yeah. Maybe I could yeah, do it up against the wall. Not with just arms. I couldn't pull myself up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. You know who could pull himself up? Michael. Michael. He just chooses not to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I like the chase. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets through, falls to the other side, which is like a bunch of boxes and like glass bottles that all break and stuff. And then she's like running, goes around some fence and like some other hallway and sees an elevator. So she like runs and pushes the button. Clearly the elevator is on two and then there's mm-hmm. one and then G, and then B, which is obviously right. where we are. Basement, yeah, okay. Michael is slowly now walking over the glass broken bottles with his scalpel. We're POVing right. him around the fence, and the elevator is finally starting to move down to one. Michael is now <gasps> down at the end of the hall where the <gasps> elevator is, and she's just like, pushing the button! <laughs> And he's just there. Now she sees him and she's like, pushing the button. How can this elevator come faster? Push, 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 push. 
finally the door opens. She gets in and just backs up to the other side. The door starts to close. He reaches his hand in and gets in, but like is pushed yeah. out, like kind of, you know. Oh, did the 70s and 80s not the, have That didn't make the door sensors? back open if you pushed your hand in, apparently. You okay. just You just got smushed. You just no, got smushed. Um, okay. You didn't get smushed, but you, they were just like, get out. Oh, okay. They weren't going to open it but- back up for you. They weren't okay. going to smush you. They were just like. But they're like, we're not going to let you invited. in. Just, just go back. Okay. Okay. So, but as that door closes, the other door, the other side of the elevator opens elevator. up. So okay. she goes out that way. Great. So now we're at like the front area of the hospital, you know. Right. Like the, where things are. So she runs out the main door into the parking lot. Where we've been, you know, our our parking lot. Question number seven, what do you do? What does she do? Run as far away from the hospital as I possibly can. Same answer. Just as far away as I can go and be really loud about it. That's another thing. Like scream the whole time. I think she, but she has a cracked ankle. No, I'm still going to give it my best shot of getting away. Does she like fall and try to like hide behind the cars. I'm going to give you half a point. Okay. Um, I gave you a full point until you were like, and then scream and be really loud about it. I don't actually know for sure. This is my own judgment call, but I was like, mm-hmm. it isn't direct. I know why you're being loud, but isn't directing Michael to exactly where you are. Not what we I want hear to do. you, and and I also understand what you're saying. I think I'm picture maybe I'm picturing this clinic being in a more populated. No, like that's I think area. why no one does walk away. Like I would assume that we're going there's we're like at least a mile from anything. Okay, then keep it what it was. I think that's if if I could see that there wasn't a lot around, then no, I wouldn't be. Yeah, screaming. I mean, I, I think, think that's I was, why no one yeah. just walks on foot away. That's why they're always like, you right. need to drive to the sheriff's station. Right, go get some. Help. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, fair enough. Half points fair. She goes um, and like tries a car and the um, mm-hmm. car door opens. So she just like mm-hmm. gets into the front passenger seat and like hides in like the little front under part where your legs go. Okay. And so at one point she like reaches and peeks back out. So did I not get a point for that because I just said I hid among the cars and not that I got into a car? Yeah. Because she's like trying doors. Okay, fair. I'll give you half a point for that. Sure. Oh, thanks. So she looks and like, so the doors are open of the hospital. The doors are open of the hospital. Okay. But we just keep looking and like he's not Mm -hmm. there. We've looked Mm -hmm. a couple times. So she goes and like hides down again. Cut to Dr. Loomis and the marshal and the lady driving in the car. Oh, these guys. And... Dr. Loomis is like, you didn't believe me before, did you? Yada, yada. And the lady's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, don't say sorry to me. Say sorry to that town. They're not going to forget this for years. And she's like, okay, okay. But I've been trying to tell you something. I need to tell you something as you keep babbling up. Being extra. And she's like, well, no, excuse me. She doesn't even get there. She's like, there's something you should know. And then he talks about. Sam Hain. The blackboard. Got it. Sam Hain was to appease the gods. The Druid priests held fire rituals 
And with prisoners of war, criminals, the insane animals, they were all burned alive in baskets. And they thought that observing how they died, like the way they died, would give omens of the future. No. 2,000 years later, we've gone no further. Samhain isn't about evil spirits, goblins, ghosts, etc. It's the unconscious mind. We're all afraid of the dark inside ourselves. Okay, maybe he is talking about a different festival called Samhain. Because what he described was not Samhain. Yeah, I know. I was going to postmortem. So, so yeah, he's describing some uh, some other thing called Samhain. <laughs> well, put a crystal and we'll talk about it later. Inside. Yeah, sure. And she's like, there's a file of Michael Myers that no one knew about. Like, ooh, dude, doesn't even find his thing. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, I've seen it all, blah. And she's like, no, it was hidden and sealed by the courts. But they opened it tonight after everything that happened. Tell me more. The Strode girl, Lori, is Michael uh-huh. Myers' sister. She was born two years before he was committed. And two years later, his parents died. So she was adopted by the Strodes. And they wanted, you know, everything to be closed so they could protect the family. Okay. So... He killed his sister when she was six, when he was six. Uh They're saying that Lori was born when he was four. Yes. And then his parents died when he was eight and she was two. Four. Okay. Yes. I'll take it. Continue. Dr. Loomis now is like, don't you see why he's in Haddonfield? He killed one sister 15 years ago, and now he's back to kill the other. The other. Where did they take Lori? Mm-hmm. And the lady's like, well, to the clinic. And so yeah. he asks, which to be fair, or no, not to be fair, to be unfair and to be like, uh-huh. what the fuck? Yeah. Even if she wasn't his sister, and they're looking all around town for him. They can't find him fucking right. anywhere. Wouldn't right. going to the hospital where the one chick who he already tried to kill is still alive be like an obvious choice anyway? 100%. Or even to go to the hospital be like, listen, we can't find him. Can you give us any information? Yeah. Yeah. So many reasons to go to the hospital. Or, yeah. hi, I know it's the 70s, but like you were almost murdered and the guy's still on the loose. We're going to keep yeah. a cop outside of your room. Yeah, we're going to give you a bit more protection. We're going to have cops yeah. in the hospital. I mean, we just named in quick succession three reasons to go to that hospital. <laughs> yeah. There should have been cops sitting around. All there. over. Yeah. Anyway, Dr. Loomis is like, hey, Marshall, do you know where the hospital is? And he's like, yeah, it's about three miles back. So Dr. Loomis is like, you got to turn around, blah, blah, blah. And the marshal's like, no, I have to follow orders. And so Dr. Loomis pulls out his gun, puts it to the marshal's head. And he's like, what do you guys do? Fire a warning shot? And he like shoots it out the window. Loomis. <laughs> and then we just watch the car turn around. Loomis. <laughs> Loomis. You are a doctor of psychiatry. <laughs> you do not have very good negotiation skills. <laughs> you go right to gun, bro. Right to gun. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> yeah. So 
cut back to the parking lot. Lori's hiding inside the car, and we see like a shadow walk up towards the driver's side. Sure. Door. The door opens, and someone gets in. It's Jimmy. Jimmy. And he tries to start the car. But he looks right. unwell. Like he kind of sits in and his eyes are rolling back a little, but he like tries to start oh, the no. car. And so Lori's like, Jimmy. And he like, again, like kind of like looks over, but eye rolly and looks slow yeah. looks at her. And he's like, it's going to be all right. We're going to get out of here. And he tries the car. It won't start. And he's like, won't start, I think. And then his uh. eyes roll back in his head and he passes out onto the car horn. Oh, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Oh. You botched it again. <laughs> you botched it again, Jim Jim. <laughs> Jim Jammy Jim Jam. Yeah, botched it again. Oh, yeah, because I forgot he slipped on the blood and knocked himself out. Yeah, but whoop, whoop, whoop. he's similar to Lori in this aspect where I'm just like, you're hurt, but then you're up and moving, but then you're you, also still hurt. He could be severely concussed. His I buy because I have, I have a trajectory that I, I can guess. map. No, a severe concussion that knocks you out cold. Sure. It's going to make you a little cuckoo banana. A little woozy. woozy here. <laughs> so he passes out on the horn. She pulls him off and he just like falls backwards onto the seat. And yeah. she tries the car. It won't start. She looks back at the hospital doors. They're still open. No Michael. So she opens the door and, like, falls onto the ground. And she's, like, laying mm-hmm. flat onto the ground, like, scratching her fingers into the asphalt. Oh, like, my ah. fingies. Ow. And then headlights come. And Lori's, like, crawling on the ground. <gasps> but, like, barely. Yeah. And the Marshall car pulls up front to the, to the doors. But we're you know, two rows back kind of thing, but have a clear vision. Yeah. It's like the open opens. It's not through the cars. It's the open driveway part, no, but like I, two rows away length. Yeah. And so all the three people of that car get out and Lori's like, help. Oh, God. Help. And Shoot. they get out of the car and go into the hospital and close the hospital doors. Shoot. And as soon as the door is closed, she goes, help me. You can you couldn't yeah get it that was conven- that was conveniently inconvenient mm-hmm. so now right. dr loomis tells the marshal like go down that way check all the halls him and the lady stay together going the other way and now lori like slowly crawls to standing question number eight what does she do what do you do i have two thoughts all right here's what i'm gonna do I'm going to do my best because I know that I'm drugged or woozy or cracked ankle or something. But my goal is going to be this. I am going to go back down like within the cars. Okay. I'm going to assume that Michael is watching me. Right. So I'm going to really kind of try and like kind of confuse where I am, crawl under cars, like that kind of thing, and actually get back into the car that Jimmy's in. But like do it in a way that like he thinks I'm down there, but I've actually gotten back into that car. Like I feel like that's maybe hiding in the place where I just came from would be confusing to him. So that's what I'm going to try. And then she, I mean, does she crawl to the 
hospital door to be like, help me. I guess. I'm giving point for her. Okay. I just don't let that plan. I'm so sorry. I don't think he gets tricked like that. Also, you're still yeah. just hiding there. So he still is just like, cool, I'll just check all of I'll the cars. I'll just look, check all the cars. And I hear you. Stuck. Now I know you're in yeah. one of the cars and I check them off. Yeah. She hobbles over to the hospital doors. She does walk right by the marshal's car, which is sitting right there. And I'm like, girl, I don't Get know. Try something with that. Try the radio in there. Like, there's yeah, the, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. But she goes to the doors. And now we do see that Michael, you were right, is like on the other side. Watching. The parking lot, basically watching. Yeah. So he appears. So she's running. He's walking. Of course, the doors are locked once are they're locked. closed. Yeah. So she now sees Michael coming. Mm-hmm. What does she do? What do you do? Okay, I give up, Michael. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> you win. <laughs> Tag, I'm it. <laughs> no. I, I, I like your idea. Thank you. I'm going to get into the marshal's car and lock that shit up. Or at least try it, you know, and get on the on the get on the old horn, uh, give it a little niner niner. I'm I'm confused because I'm like thinking like a a movie, and I'm like having her just keep banging on the door is very similar to what we just did at the elevator. But then they also did that weird, conveniently inconvenient scream right after the door closes. So maybe they're fine with that. So I'm gonna say she keeps banging on the door. Point for her. (laughs) You don't like my Niner Niner in the Marshall car? Now that you like know that he's like you literally see him coming towards you. Right. Before I would have given it to you because you didn't know that he was around necessarily. Sure, sure. Um, Okay. It seemed like as dumb of an idea as standing there and not continuing to knock on the door, I guess. Yeah. No, I'm not saying her idea is a good idea. Yeah. But here's what what happens for her, but you would have been mm-hmm. like straight, just stuck in the car then as he's literally coming at you. Yeah. And I know Based you'd be on, calling someone, but like, I don't think that, I just don't when think would they get, get there quickly enough. Yeah. Based on, and you don't have to answer this if it's going to be a spoiler, but like based on what you can see with your eyeballs, what would you have done? I don't know. I don't. Okay. No. Yeah. I don't know okay. the answer to this. Yeah. Um, you just know that like where he is, that's not going to work. Can you I just see know that anything then around you're stuck you? in the car. Yeah. Like you he like watches you get in the car and like all he needs to do is break the glass then and then you're dead. Right. So like Right. But also isn't glass in a Marshall's car bulletproof? I don't I doubt it. No? Okay. Also. <laughs> giving me homework. Sorry. I don't know. Aren't they like break the glass windows of cop cars all the time? Uh, good point. Good point. Also, let's be real. Michael's been climbing that rope. He has been climbing that rope. So, like, and he has been doing those sit-ups. I really think. Uh-huh. He'd get he could probably off. just like rip the door off. I be like, honestly Ugh. think he would just rip the door right off. Okay. Yeah. I hear you. Truly. Also, ooh. Ooh. Definitively 100% not bulletproof because 
motherfucking Dr. Loomis just shot a bullet through. Shot a He's bullet like, through. He's like, oh, don't you shoot a warning shot? He shoots a the gun through the fucking passenger side window. It's just wide open what a, now. What a fucking idiot. What a fucking idiot. Dr. Loomis is all over the fucking place. I'd rather have the drunk doctor. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, 100% not. I don't even okay. need to post You're right. I just You're did right. my post no, work with my own memory noggin. You did. <laughs> memory noggin. Although I can look to see if they are in real life, not just movie times. But I'm sure they weren't in 1981. Yeah. For sure. Um, boop, boop, boop. She just keeps on banging. Honestly, if I was panicked, I'd probably just do this. Probably. It seems probably. like a bad idea. But what else can but, you like, do? But like I don't know what else to do. I literally it's don't. Like, I'm yeah. like I'm alone. My fucking ankle's cracked. I have no yeah. weapons. I don't know what to do. No one is around. She's in Michael. Yeah, she's in Michael Myers parking lot. I can't lot start space. any cars. Like yeah. uh, isn't, he's coming right at yeah. me. So I would just keep being like <laughs> Yeah. No, 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 which is exactly what she does. And yeah. luckily, okay. the marshal inside hears her. Michael Myers oh, is like getting closer. And then Dr. Loomis runs and like opens the door. She like gets in and closes the door. Michael Myers is like right there. Now we right see there. him. And then he just walks through the glass door. Walks right on through. Oh, damn. So. Oh, damn. That's also why I think me thinks <laughs> in the Marshall's card, you wouldn't make it. Oh, damn. Okay. So we just walk through a glass door. Cool. Question number 10. What do you do? What does Dr. Loomis do? Shoot, 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 shooty, shoot, shooter, shooterson. I'm going to do the same because at the very least it'll slow him down. Yeah. What does Dr. Loomis do? Go straight for the gun. Straight for the gun. We already know. He shoots him. He's gun happy. Shoots him five times. Good for you, bud. Michael drops to the ground, falls on his back. The marshal runs up to look at him and Dr. Loomis is like, stop, stop. And he's yeah. like, he's dead. He's dead. And he's nope. like, no, look at him. He's still breathing. So the marshal yeah. like backs away a little bit. Um, but at this point now, doctor like kind of turns to Lori and is like, uh, or no, he tells lady, mental hospital lady, go to the marshal's car, use the radio, call for help. Yes. Yes. Great. And the marshal's like, I'm the only one authorized to use that radio. Marshal. Put your dick away. We have bigger problems yeah, right now. Please, thank you. The lady goes and goes, yeah. does it. Doctor Loomis now is like puts his all his attention on Lori, and is like, "Are you okay? I'm so sorry I left you." Blah 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 blah. Um, question number eleven. You're the marshal. What do you do? What does he do? I think this fucking dumb dumb dodo head goes over and looks at Michael again. Because Dr. Loomis is distracted. Uh, dumb, dumb dodo head. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I, well, I'm going to be like, he's down. Let's go get in my car and get out of here. Goodbye, all four of us. I love that answer. You Thank get you. all of the dings. That's a beautiful answer. Thank you. Our car works. It has all yeah. its tires. We also have a yeah. walkie radio. We, yeah. He's on the ground. Let's fucking go. Skedaddle. Wow. Oh, you know what I'm going to do idea. right before? Brilliant. I'm going to 
I'm going to chop his head off real quick right before. Honestly, just get the fuck out of there with him. Okay. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Normally, I'm a stab forever, but it's like I, we also like I feel like you need a straight up axe for that situation because, you know, his neck is thick. True. His neck is really thick. Big. Yeah, you're right. Working out. I don't know if like the tools I have around me would even be able to cut through his thick neck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so just really myself. so big. <laughs> so gross okay yeah like where we'd gotta get an axe because right now we've got a gun we just got guns yeah honestly honestly no let's get the fuck out of here bam 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 shoot shoot as you run by him like but but leave like honestly like we just gotta get away from him yeah marshall kneels down to check his pulse over michael myers and laurie's just like why won't he die yeah. And then Dr. Loomis looks over at the marshal and is like, get away. And so the marshal looks back at him and he's like, he stopped breathing. Michael Myers sits up, turns ah! over ah! and slits the marshal's throat. Well, yeah. And then Michael stands up. Question number 12. You're Dr. Loomis and Lori. What do you do? What do they do? Can you tell me the configuration? Like, basically, is the marshal between me and Michael, or is Michael between us and the marshal? Michael and Marshall are next to each other. Or, or probably Michael's between you and the marshal, if anything. Okay. Is there only one door out of this hospital? Yeah. Michael's in front of it. As far as we've ever been told. Yeah. Do I more, oh, do I, more bullets. I'm going to shoot him more. Um, that's what I'm going to do. Again, just like get him down, get out of there. Gra- grab the marshal's keys while he's down and get in that car. I don't uh, know if you have any more bullets. Okay. And then they run. I'm going to give you a double jink because I think okay. Um trying to shoot him sounds great. Yeah, I mean what else can I do, honestly? And they do run. Yeah, they run away, he walks after. Sure. Sure. So, they go through a bunch of doors into some other room, he's slowly following and um they like keep going through some rooms and get to like the surgery room area. Okay. Lots of Sharpies in there. They go in and it has all the surgery stuff. So it has, um, you know, like a bed, some Sharpies, the like, um, put yourself to oxygen. Well, not yourself to sleep, but, you know. <laughs> no, put yourself, <laughs> put somebody else to sleep. Yeah. Oxygen and um, yeah. I, clearly, clearly I know how to do that. I, I, know, yeah. I know what it takes to, to, to do it, to put someone to sleep sure or do. myself to sleep. And they... Um, they have those canisters in there. You, okay, great. Ready for when you want to put yourself to sleep. <laughs> Which is right now because this is excruciating. <laughs> Cut out to the lady at the marshal's car. She's like, bloop, bloop. He's alive. Yeah. Michael Myers, get your asses over here. Da, da, da. Uh-huh. Lori just kind of back to the surgery room, just goes to like the corner 
And just like wall slides down. It's like, <laughs> right. The old wall slide. Yeah. Dr. Loomis hands her a second gun. I don't know where it came oh. from. It seems like okay. a copy gun. So, cop okay. like gun. Oh. <laughs> Yep. Because he has a revolver. He made a copy of the gun? <laughs> he has a revolver. This looks different. Oh. Um, but anyway, she like won't even take it, but he just places it at her feet. Lori! She's just like, <laughs> like she's very scared. Okay. Yeah. Michael is now at the door. So it's a door that just has a square, a little square window in mm -hmm. it. So we just see his face through the square window, obviously. And he just starts like, Ah. Like banging on the locked door with his creep face just looking in at them. Creep face. Dr. Loomis stands by the door like holding the gun out. He just shatters the window and then like breaks the wood apart of this right. door because he's so strong. Oh my <laughs> heavens. Question 13. You're Dr. Loomis. Shoot. I'm shooting. I'm shooting. I'm shooting. I'm shooting. And then I'm taking Lori's gun and I'm shooting and I'm shooting. And we're shooting and we're shooting. <laughs> Together, hand in hand, forever. <laughs> and I'm going to shoot his head off. Like, I'm going to be like, I'm going to perforate his neck with bullets so that I can just take it off. That's what I'm going to do. He does shoot. The gun is either A, out of bullets, or jams. I'm giving you points because, uh, like, yes. I got to try you it. Got, yeah. yeah. And you don't know that until you try. Right. So, therefore, everyone gets a point. But he's okay. like, shoot, click. Ugh, fuck. God damn it. So, Michael stabs him in the gut with a Shit. scalpel. And Dr. Yeah. Loomis falls back onto the ground, like, crashes into all the things. <laughs> he falls extra, too? <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> cool Lori is just whimpering in the corner and she says Michael and Michael just stands like when he says the name because he's like looking in front of her he's like a couple feet away like he kind of turns mm -hmm. his attention to her and she's like <laughs> and she's like Michael <laughs> and so he lowers his blade and does a creepy head turn creepy head turn and then straight head again and then lifts his blade and starts to walk towards her. Ah. Question 14. What do you do? What does she do? Shoot him. I'm conscious enough to shoot him. And that's what we're going to do. Holding hands. <laughs> hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you gave me that gun. <laughs> I'm so glad you gave me that gun. Thank you. Yes. She picks up the gun and shoots him in the head two times. So nice. blood starts pouring out of the eye holes of his mask. Yeah, good one. And now Dr. Loomis wakes up and Michael is blind basically by the blood. Okay. So he just starts like slicing at the air. Okay. In front of him. He didn't even fall over? Nope. What in the Christ is this dude? <laughs> okay. No, it's just that he's Bleeding and he he is blinded. Or I shot this motherfucker in the head twice and all it did was like at God. least thirteen times tonight already. God damn at it! Least. This um, is a uh, but the blood oof. in the eye 
that one is getting to him. It's fucking him up a little bit. Okay. But he's not giving up, but he's just like right. swipe, swiping the air in the direction in front of him towards like where Lori was. Right. Question number 15, you're Dr. Loomis. What do you do? What does he do? I'm going to do that thing where you turn someone around when they're blindfolded <laughs> to make them really dizzy. <laughs> Okay. See if that works. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you asked me what Dr. Loomis does? Yes. Because he's, you know, alive. I'm going to get another hand in hand. We're going to get another stabby thing and fucking stab this guy. Like, I just need to, like, get him out of the path of where I need to go, which is away. And I'm, I'm not even trying to kill this motherfucker anymore. Oh, wait, she only shot him in the head twice. No, I think we're going to, I'm going to, no. Okay, listen, hand in hand, (laughs) I'm Dr. Loomis, and we're going to be like, Lori, shoot him again. Like, I just need him to fall over. So that's what we're going to do, hand in hand. Zero points. Ah! Dr. Loomis goes to, like, the other side, like, across the side of the room from Lori and starts, Uh like, turning on the gas of one of the canisters. So it starts, like, making noise, like, shh. So we then, talked about those canisters a lot. Michael, I know what I made it sound like that I just fucked it up and made jokes about it. No, but that it was, was smart. actually because I needed you to remember they were there. That was smart. Touche, <laughs> <laughs> Burns. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyway, it starts being like, shh. So then Michael turns around towards that and starts like swiping mm-hmm. towards the. The shush sound. Um, And then so Lori gets up and goes to like the wall over the other side and turns on gas over there. So now he's Uh like turns that way and it starts. So he's just like blinded swiping around the middle of the Like he may as well be turning himself around in a circle. Right, right. right, You're you're basically (laughs) doing that without touching him. (laughs) Yeah. And then so Dr. Loomis is turning on more. And Michael Meyer goes that way. And Dr. Loomis is like, he's an animal, an animal. And now <laughs> Dr. Loomis to Lori says, go on, get out now. And so she runs out of the room. Okay. Question 16. You're Dr. Loomis. What do you do? What does he do? I am also going to get out and run. But I'm going to pick up the gun on my way out. And... That'll blow me up, too. I wanted to shoot one of the tanks to blow it up. But, like, that'll blow me up, too. Uh, So I'll see what I'm going to do. Well, Lori I'm gonna has grab. Okay, so somebody has a gun. I just needed it to not be left in the room. That's what I was trying to do. So if she has it, that's great. I'm going to follow her out. Goodbye. Um, Let's get out of here. Grab the marshal's keys on the way out. Get in the marshal's car and go. Um. Dr. Loomis, does he try to, like, talk him down? Is he like, Michael, it's your doctor here. Would you like to talk? (laughs) Uh, I'll give a point for you. I think that will keep you alive if you get the fuck out of there. Yeah. What the fuck does Dr. Loomis do? So Michael's just swiping around at the air blindly. Sure. And Dr. Loomis says, it's time, Michael. And pulls out the the 
File? Lighter. Lighter? That lighter that you talked about a whole bunch of times. And you also talked about that. gave to him. So now he has and has used it again. So we remember he still has it. And do you know what happened? I put a crystal in that lighter. I said, that's going to come back. You did? Oh, you forgot about your crystal. Uh, Your crystal disappeared. Well, the crystal fell off. Yeah, you you didn't charge it in the full moon. I didn't charge it. (laughs) No. (laughs) Shoot. Okay, so we pull out the lighter. lighter. Turns Mm -hmm. it on. Explodes. Okay, so that's what I was trying not to do was explode. Okay, but there we go. Well, that's why I gave you a point for staying alive. No, no, no. I was saying, like, I thought about would they do that? Would they just explode the room while he's in it? That's what I was saying. I know. Go ahead. And that's why I didn't yeah. allow the gun to be. I have no idea where the fucking gun was. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think she still has it. I was just like, the gun is not an option for blowing the room up. Ms. Burns is a very tricky, tricky, <laughs> tricky trickster today. Like, there is one way to blow this room up. And I told her about it twice. <laughs> That's her option. Yeah. And she still didn't get it. (laughs) So Lori is like run down like most of the hallway and like behind her it like explodes. So she like kind of dives into the thing. Um, Lady from outside hears it and runs in and like the whole end of that hallway is just like on fire. Right. Lori's okay. She's like hiding um, behind a water fountain sort of. So she's like. In the destroyed hallway, but she's behind a water fountain, so everything behind her should, like is on fire. She's just sitting there. Right. Out of the fire. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Walks a body. Michael. Michael Myers. Myers. So he's just. Did some of his clothes burn off at least? <laughs> he's naked and those abs left. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, he's a flame. Like he is oh, a flame. That's like even it is scarier. All, it's all fire. There's no not Ooh. fire. Okay, it's all fire. Also, his okay. body is part of that all fire. He is Got a flame. Walks slowly, a flame out of the part that is all fire, mm-hmm. and she's just like watching as he's walking towards her, and then he slowly falls to the ground, and we watch okay. his mask burning. Okay. Cut to dawn-ish, or very early uh-huh. starting to be dawn. Yeah. Beautiful fog everywhere. They did a great job with the fog. So much Well, they spent three years fog. on it. Yeah. <laughs> this, this was the... Yeah. Nice. Nice job, guys. I've been waiting to tell you about this part since the yeah. beginning of the movie when we were talking nice. about it, because this, this is where all the work came out. Three years of fog work pays yeah. off. So... <laughs> There's a ton of fire trucks outside. You know what? It's like fog, but probably smoke from the fire, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's why it was so beautiful because the blend of like, what is this? Is it morning dew? Is it the nuance? I loved it. So, (laughs) um, cops are around, blah, blah, blah. Blondie cop is there, some other guy. Um, Those two cops are talking, and Blondie's like, what's the count? And the guy mm. says 10 so far. 10, yeah. Now Lori is being wheeled out in a wheelchair by a different EMT going to like, I can only assume sure. like a, a bigger Another hospital. hospital, yeah. This felt like a more small town higher clinic type end of situation. ambulance. You know, they're yeah. like, we're, put, we're, we're taking her to the, the big guns now. Yeah. So, but she's being wheeled out by an EMT. Lady is with her. 
And then there's all kinds of news people like surrounding her, trying to ask her questions. Da, 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 da. Oh my God. And I'm like, can you let her go to the fucking ambulance? Can you give her a fucking minute? Jesus Christ. Jesus. So they pull up to the ambulance and like, Lori's like, can I ride in the front? <laughs> and the EMT is like, sorry, you have to go in the back. So he like helps her in the back. She gets in and they drive away. And it's just a wide shot of the fog over the scene. And now we cut to Lori just sitting in the ambulance and like staring. Yeah. Bum 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 bum. Mr. Sandman. And then creeps. The mask burning. Give me a tune. Boom 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 boom. Cut to black. Great job, Ms. Burns. Thank Happy you. Sam Hain to you. Everyone. <laughs> Happy Sam Hain, everyone. God, I'm so mad about that. Uh, I couldn't uh, wait to tell you because I was like, this is appalling. <laughs> appalling. Appalling. Uh, total me points. Hi, Sammy. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live stream. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Okay. How did I do? I'm sensing a, a pattern that happens with you, Porter. What's that? You're so often so great at your dead or alive. And then every once in a while you struggle. I really shit the bed. And at those times, it's like those whenever you're doing really great, you do really great on some questions happen to be the time that you shit the bed on the dead or alive, which you almost never shit the bed on the dead or yeah. alive. And then you like struggle a little bit with the questions. Yeah. And so you always kind of end up around the same yeah, right ICU around point. the same place. Yeah. <laughs> so needless yeah. to say, for dead or alive, you got six out of thirteen, which for you, you normally get like ten or eleven up there with thirteen. Yeah. Like I'm always angry. I'm just like, yeah, another yeah, one and another out. one. Yeah. For questions, you got twenty three out of thirty two. Lot of double That's dings. A lot of double yeah. dings. Just one after the other. For a total of twenty nine out of forty five. Pretty good, actually. For yeah, it just doesn't know. sound great. I know, but I I was proud of myself. I think. Yeah, I felt like you uh, did my great on the questions, and then you just got Kim Burns on the uh, Dead or Alive. I really did. I really did get Kim Burns. I really did. Like, that's how I feel um, every time. I'm like, I killed yeah. it. <laughs> well, you did a great job telling Thank me you. that. That was tale. so fun. It was really fun. Well, happy Sam Hain, everybody. Yes. Uh, that I hope that everybody stays safe. Yeah. And Sammy. Send us. And um, will you please post pictures? Obviously, we'll do this in the in the Facebook group. Everyone post pictures of you in costume and stuff. I really want yeah, to see. Your Halloween costumes. Uh, so our final episode of season one of Kim and Kat Survive the Cellar is either going to be out in a minute or is out. Either way, you know, listen, be on top of that. <laughs> Share. And then rate, review, yeah, subscribe, yeah, all that kind of stuff. 
Uh, and then you can follow us at KK Sam Podcast on all the things. You can come join us over at Patreon where you can watch these little episodes that we record. You can see Kim and I talking to each other in our faces. Facebook, Sammy Stay Live, maybe. Merch. That's it. And then you can follow the other podcast at KKSTC Podcast. Yes. And um, exactly. I think that's it. I hope everyone has a happy Halloween. Thank you for a great October. Too. Thank you for the mm-hmm. patrons for picking this one. It was really fun. I was kind of happy that Perfect. they picked an in Me order too. sort of one. And I was like, yeah, should we just go in order now? Some Halloweens like Let's we do, do for it. Friday the 13th. I think that's great. Let's do it. Obviously, we've already done. I mean, Halloween we already did three, three, and that doesn't count anyway. Doesn't it's count. Not in yeah. The, in the timeline so we maybe i'll do, do whatever the next one next is year yeah totally i'm into it i think we i love it all right that um journey love it someone remind um, us someone put a crystal in that for next year put a cr- and let us and tell us yeah um all right we love you we love you so much have a happy sam hayne <laughs> this has been kim and ken stay alive maybe. So until next week, stay alive! Put a ghost in me, I'm done. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.